Well, uh, I just hit record. Mom and Grandpa on this one today. Mom and Grandpa. Say hi, Mom. Hi, I'm Mom. You are my mom. That I am. Now, uh, before we get too far into this, I had some... I can't... I don't know why my mic always echoes here. Your guys' just doesn't, but mine always does. Like, can you kind of hear that echo in the background? I, I heard, yeah, I did for a second. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. But when I listen to it back in the recording, it's not as bad as I think it is. So I'm just going to. Okay. So I got a couple of housekeeping things. Um, let me pull it up here. I messed up, dropped the ball. Okay, so first off, uh, when I was recording with you and Raquel last, I dropped the ball about 20 times. As an interviewer, I, I uh, not proud of it because it was super simple things. So first off, uh, when we were talking about, well, when you told Raquel that you know you'd wish you had seen her more, um, I was thinking it, and then somehow it slipped my mind. I wanted to thank you for stepping up as a father figure in my life, you know. And then the moment passed, and then I just let it kind of. Fizzle. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so oh. thank you for that. Okay. You're welcome. I, you know, well, that was, uh, I enjoyed that too, you know, so that was, <clears throat> I'm proud to have that opportunity. We're glad to have that opportunity, so. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't change it. Well, I wouldn't either. Um, also... I can't remember if I cut you off or the conversation between me and Brickell just kind of cut you off. But uh, we were talking about yard naps. About what? Yard naps. Napping in the yard. Oh, yeah, naps. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and and you started to say something about having a yard nap memory. And we cut you off. So I didn't know if you remembered that or not. You were pretty oxycodoned. Oh. You could you could hear your voice getting soft. <laughs> oh yeah. So, <clears throat> I guess I can't remember which what I was referring to now, but I do remember uh, not necessarily in my own yard, but I remember when I used to go down to the river, go hunting. Sometimes I'd stay down there all day. I have to go down maybe at dinner. I have to go, you know, I have to go pee <laughs> or something, you know. Well, it's a nice out, sun shining, nice little spot on a little, you know, just all the leaves there. Mm-hmm. Oh, lay right down, fall right to sleep, man. I mean, that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice sunny glow. Yeah. Fall time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Don't know how many deer I missed there when I was sleeping, but, you know, I remember that. I would I would assume not many, because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> they could probably hear you. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, I remember uh, Dad sleeping out in the woods oh, on your chair. Oh, yeah. He was going out bird hunting, and he had a reclining lawn chair. And uh, yeah, I told the coat was that. over his head when I walked out there, and he was knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> Not much bird watching going on then. Yeah, what, what kind of bird hunting in the woods? <laughs> I don't know, you know. That was his way to get out of the house. Yeah, I was going to say, there's no <laughs> pheasants out there in the woods. I don't know. I might have been just looking for, you know, some, you know, bird that shows up once in a while that we don't see it very often. But Squirrels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bird watching, not yeah. bird hunting. No, yeah. bird watching. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, maybe it was a, 
Tanager or something, you know. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that would be worth uh risking a nap in the woods. Yeah. Couple last things here. Well actually three follow ups. Your favorite songs, you had mentioned Johnny Cash, John Mellencamp, and Bob Seeger or Rod Stewart as three of your favorite concerts. And yeah, I, I, it should have <clears> been seen, a natural. I've seen lots. Of, I had lots of concerts. I mean, I went. I like. Uh, I forgot about Hank Williams Jr. I've seen him two or three times. He's good concerts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just. I remember the Rod Stewart thing. It was just the music was just so fantastic. I mean, it was, it was just so much better. You know, being alive than it. You know, that's what I remember about that. But <clears throat> well, I went with my daughter Cheryl. Cheryl oh. was. You know, she got the tickets and. It's pretty cool. He's a she's a Rod Stewart fan. Well, I don't know. You know, I guess so. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I I like Rod Stewart, but not like one of my favorites or anything. You know, I just like him. One of them that I like, but he but was always kicking. Was... And that was pretty neat. Some of the stuff he did, you know, in that concert, he was, he was always kicking soccer balls into the crowd for <laughs> one thing. You know, then <laughs> then he, awesome. he was floating around on this little, you know, above the crowd and stuff or something. I don't know what it was, but. <laughs> Always change their clothes. Yeah, it was pretty neat. Okay. You ever see the Rolling Stones? No, okay. never had them. That's my favorite rock and roll band. That's what I was gonna follow up with, and then uh, songs. It just went right over my head. I don't know why I didn't ask you. Like uh, a couple favorite songs from Melon Camp, Johnny Cash, or Seeger. <laughs> Some of my favorite songs. Yeah, like like Johnny Cash. Wow. If you had to name one or two songs. <laughs> Jeez, one or two songs. Man, I, I don't. There was a time there when I always, I had a Spolson Prison Blues album, you know, and I like I listened to that a lot. So there was a lot of those uh, songs on that album I like. You know? More of an album man than an yeah. individual song. Okay, I can respect that. I do the same with Prince. My songs, favorite songs, constantly rotate. What about uh, Mellencamp? <laughs> don't call me Cougar. <laughs> Jeez, same thing as like Rod Stewart. I, I like him, but I can't say it. Just one song I can really, uh, you know, go to and say, that, oh, that's my favorite song, you know. But I like a lot of his stuff. But uh, wait a minute, I'll think about it in a second. Uh, I don't know. <clears throat> Maybe not. <laughs> I, okay. I got. Yeah. And I don't know. Oh, oh, okay, Rod. Oh, wait a minute. Where were we at? Rod Mel- Stewart. Melon Camp. <laughs> Melon, Melon Camp. Camp. Yep. <laughs> Yes, uh, I don't know. Pink houses. <laughs> I, yep, pink houses. I like yeah, pink houses. That's a good one. I don't know. I'll go with that. <laughs> okay. Ain't and that America? Yeah, that's a good song. That's that's another good one. That's another good one. Jack and Diane. Yeah. Didn't he do uh, Summer of '69? No, that was Brian Adams. Brian Adams. There it is. Okay. Yeah. What is the song I'm thinking of then? That's kind of. Feels similar. Anyway, Bob Seger then. Give me some Bob Seger. Jeez, I like some of his songs. It's the same. Probably his favorite song, you know, old time rock and roll or something, you know. Probably his classic one. I probably still like that the best. But okay. I a lot. I've got most all of his albums, you know, so I like all of his stuff. I was one of those guys that liked it, all of his music. Mm-hmm. Seger. He's, yeah. uh, I mean, <coughs> Motor City. I'd almost say like an idol, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah, <clears throat> and he was just 
No, I, when we first, Carol and I sort of seen him at a concert. Went, you know what? Reminds me, I might seen Bob Seger. The Heart was the opening uh, actor or whatever you call it. So oh, that's seen awesome. Yeah. Okay. Seen Hart and then Bob Seger. Respectable. Yeah. Some and, very uh, cool. They were both just, you know, coming on strong at that point, you know, so. Okay. Oh, they weren't even. No, they, you know, this, I mean, they were just now getting, you know, big time, I guess, you know. It was early, earlier in their careers. Okay. A little bit of uh Probably your first time hearing Barracuda then, or yeah, Magic Man? Yeah, yeah. Okay, walk me through that feeling. Well, uh, you know, the, that song they had, it was real popular, I think it was it Magic, was it Magic Man? Or Yeah, Magic Man. Yeah, that was their big song, that was a hit at the time, but then they did all the rest of their, you know, their songs, so that was pretty neat, so. So, but how did it feel when you heard the dum 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 Okay. Yep. All right. <laughs> and then uh, two last quick things here. Why do you love Corvettes? <laughs> I don't know. It's just been the old American sports car from forever. You know, I mean, you know, it was uh, first. It was a uh, you know the Corvettes and the Thunderbirds, and the Thunderbirds kind of got away from their mm-hmm. classic sporting style. You know, then they for quite a few years. So, but the Corvette never did. So I just. It's always been an American sports car to me, you know. So and I and they're just so awesome anyway. I mean, everything about them, I like them. So the cla- old classic ones, and then the, the new ones. Oh, and there was some new ones are awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I asked because I was thinking about it. I didn't ask during the podcast. I don't know why, but then I was thinking about it, and I was like, man, I probably like them for a different reason because you've got far more history with them. <laughs> than I do, you know. Yeah. You've been around a lot of their existence, yeah. And I, you know, I, I'm kind of catching the tail end of it. And now they're supposed to be going EV here in ten years or whatever. <laughs> I think there already is an electric Corvette, but yeah. uh, I just like them because they're sexy and powerful. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I you like. Know, I, I've always I, liked, <laughs> you know, go fast. I mean, I like fast cars. Yeah. And they uh, look sleek. Yeah. You know, they don't look like a Lamborghini looks just like a muscle to me. Yeah. Really beefy. A, yeah, bu- uh, a Bugatti seems extra. Those you know. are all, all awesome beat cars, but, you know, I just want that American car at the Corvette. Yeah, they're they're like a nice, classy sports car. They're not, yeah. flat. you know, they're not flashy and extra, in my opinion. Mm. And then, uh, last thing. You joked about feeling like Biden. <laughs> Sometimes. So, so how long after that uh, recording before you shot your sliding window? <laughs> oh yeah, I should have known. I should have known it was coming up. <laughs> well, you know what? I got a, I got a good excuse for that. Is that medicine I'm taking? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, Cheryl came up with that. I told her. I said, I told her what happened. I, you know, I was kind of. Had my door open. I was shooting my pellet pistol out the deck window or out the deck door. I was having trouble finding my red dot. So I was struggling with that. Finally, I put it on a tripod and I was looking through it. And I said, okay, (laughs) there it is. I had my gun up there. I finally seen the the red dot. And I said, oh, there it is. So I'm going to, you know, so I just flicked the the safety off. And I I was all lined up on my target out there. And I just pulled the trigger and it crash <laughs> and the door was shut <laughs> yeah and it's 
It's pretty shattered. It's pretty shattered. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I I'm, thought the door was open. You know, so I just kind of had a little brain uh, bird, I guess. I guess it wasn't a little one. <laughs> Maybe I'll make it the episode photo. We'll we'll see. Um, so yeah, on that, let me uh, let me tell you why I arrived so late, and then why I'm irritated. Not irritated. Ah, irritated. Irritable. <laughs> I don't know the word for it, but so I got off work early today. Cool. And uh, Bree had to go get some prescriptions. That's fine. She gets back in the car. I'm expecting we're going to go home. She took Leon to get blood work earlier. The lady called when she got back in the car and said, Hey, one of his samples is clotting. So we need more blood work. Hmm. And it's like quarter after four. Huh. Like, okay. <laughs> So she makes the appointment for 4.30. We go get that done. By the time we get out of there, it's almost 5. Go to McDonald's, run home, you know. Oh, oh. Is that your phone? Yeah. Uh, I'll get it. I'll get it. Yeah, just turn the TV off. I had it stopped. I had a pause. So. Oh, your phone was still on. I don't know if that would have done anything. Anyway, so last night, I I recorded a solo episode because I just wanted to kind of touch base with the listeners, just kind of see how they were doing, what was going on, give a little update, some self-evaluation, you know, offer some uh, positivity and encouragement for them to, you know, maybe go after some goals, make some changes, whatever. Two minutes into my recording, let me preface this. We've got a TV stand, and it's got glass shelves. Oh. And I, oh, boy. I've clamped the microphone on it to record, like, probably four times now. I clamp it on, get everything set up. The first thing I did was clamp the microphone stand. Then I set the laptop up, the mixer, run all the cords, sit down, hit record, start talking. Kaboom! (laughs) That shelf exploded. Jesus. And my... I I didn't know what to do at that point anymore. Like, my whole plan for the solo went out the window. (laughs) I ended up talking about Jermaine. I mumbled and rambled for like an hour and a half. It just... It was just... It went right downhill. So... I don't know if I'm going to post it or not. <laughs> I probably will just because it's just honest, you know. It's just yep. honest content. It's real, real world, real life. I mean, it's kind of like a window into like a true surprise because yep. I was just like, I mean, I was joking around, you know, just trying to warm up a little bit and then <laughs> like, wow. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I know what that surprise is like. The window shattered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and this is coming after we were joking about you having shot your window. Well, actually, I was Bree and I were laying down the other night after we we came here. I think it was Monday, and uh, 
we were talking about it and i was like now do you understand why i just because she always thought it was weird that like i'd shoot starlings out my window <laughs> like i got a window over the kitchen a couple over the little kitchen table <laughs> and i just slide them open and i just spend the day stu- shooting starlings I'm like N- now do you get it but uh anyway yeah so that's housekeeping um so, Mom, did you want to start off? Or I got a couple of things I was looking to. Yeah, look, I got another thing. I just said, I think it's something. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm breaking my window, but I don't know if I mentioned that last time, but, you know. About this? No, about Jimmy. Oh, no. No, you didn't. You remember when Jimmy went through both of his doors downstairs? Yes. Yeah, he had in, a bigger, in it was a bigger door than this one. I mean, it's like an eight foot, really big, heavy duty door. Mm-hmm. That was a he was running, right? he was chasing, he was playing with his dog, you know, and he ran out, ran out, and he, you know, I don't know if he shut the one door or somebody <laughs> shut the door, and he was running back in. The door was shut, and he just went busting right through both those windows. Boy, he had a, he had a picking glass out of him everywhere, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, Did he I, have a scar? Yeah, he's got scars on him. Yeah. I was just going to say, I remember his scars. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, at least I only both broke one panel of mine. He went right through his. <laughs> and it didn't fall out. Some of yeah, it did. Yeah. Not much of it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I just want to mention that. So See, I was under the impression that you were shooting the victory in the house. Oh, I was I thinking, you, were, you know. I thought you were shooting the twenty-two through it. I was like, I'm actually surprised it stopped. Yeah. You know, I, I thought about that. I thought, wow, it's a good thing I was a pellet pistol instead of my twenty-two. I went right through both of them. But Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But, I mean, I thought it was. Like, Bree and I were joking. I was like, you know how pissed Grandma would be if she knew Grandpa was just shooting his fuck, his pistol in the house? You know what I mean? Right out, uh, right out the You know, you brought that up because that's the same thing I thought about that right after it happened. <laughs> but then DJ, when he came out, he said, man, well, I don't think Grandma would be no. too happy about that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah, I said, that's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, when Matt told me this first thing, I said, oh, Carolyn's mad at him. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, actually, I doubt it. I bet you she's laughing because she's like, see? I this, told you. This is yeah. this mm-hmm. is why I say don't shoot your gun or throw a ball in the house because this is what happens. Yep. yep. You, know, you don't run in the house because you could have fallen through that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right, well. <laughs> What do you got? Did you want to? What do you mean? What do I got? Did you did you jot down anything, or you got anything you want to run by Grandpa? Well, I'm <clears> su- or me. <laughs> I am surprised you didn't say Springsteen on one of your favorite. Or was that just concerts? That was. She asked about concerts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Some if he's been to concerts and what his favorite ones were. Yeah, I, I never seen Springsteen, but I like uh, one of my favorites, Bruce. Yeah, I really like him. Now, I went and seen Kid Rock. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. Seeger hadn't sang in forever. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And do you remember me calling you guys? I know it was Mom on the phone, but I don't know if she told you. <laughs> I called because he said, you know, we have a special guest, and here comes Bob Seeger. Uh-huh. I, I started freaking out. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so I'm on the phone. Of course, Mom can't hear me because of all the noise. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, he, so I got to see him when he came out, you know, when he first started his first album after however many years or whatever, you know, so him and, yeah, he came out there with Kid Rock and (laughs) 
The next time I saw Mom, we were talking, and she told me about her Bob Seger concert. And that uh, she had a contact buzz. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. I think Ooh. that was the first time she's ever been around any of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, she said Dad had to hold her or something. He had like, walk her out. She was buzzed. Well, I hope people around us say everybody was, you know, smoking. Especially because of the haze in the whole place, you know. Like, yeah, I don't think she'd ever been in, <laughs> around that situation before. Okay. So you're saying it like you have. Have you... Uh partaken in the devil's lettuce have you danced in the uh garden of eden <laughs> he worked at oldsmobile what do you think well, I, I would say no because i would assume they would drug test you regularly if you're driving a fork truck but no, gr- I never, grandpa i never had a drug test for oh work. well then did you party <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. i mean there was a period there that everybody did i think you know I like when 60s mm, no it was later now. It's the 70s with the groovy era. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. I mean, geez. That would have been my you, next guess. You 70s. walk up and down the line, and I'm just like, you know, I don't know how they, at first I, it was weird for me because, you Up know, and was, down the line? Yeah, I mean, you could see it all the time, you know. I don't, I don't know how they ever got away with that, but I was like, it seemed like everybody was, there was a period there where it seemed like everybody was doing that, you know, so. Were they doing their puff, puff, give? Yeah, passing it down the line, that's what yeah. I imagine. But but yeah. I, I can also see where people are just standing in one spot, you know, because it's an assembly line, right? Yeah. So if stuff's coming to you, you just got a cigarette hanging out of one side and a joint out of the other. <laughs> I can see that. You know, you drop the joint, stomp it out, whatever. Yeah. Huh. Okay. All right. <clears throat> yep, that was actually on uh, one of my questions, if, if we got around to it. <laughs> the last one I had, if we got around to it, was I forgot to take a picture of uh, you and Raquel, so I need one of you guys to remind me to get a picture of you guys recording, but did you have a picture of you and Raquel that I could use? It doesn't have to be today, but if you find one, I can make it the episode photo. No, I'd have to check. I'm not, I can't think of anything. I might have one somewhere. But. Maybe at like her dance recital or graduation or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Open house. Just something. Yeah. Okay. All right. I have to tell Dad this. I don't know if Cheryl told you, but I had told her we were talking about Mom one day. And you know how Mom was all paranoid about you getting somebody else. <laughs> you know? No, I don't know. I didn't know. That. Oh, she was terrible. She must have told me a hundred times. Oh, Jesus. Like no. when, though? Like we're talking <clears throat> I don't know 80s, to... 90s, 2000s? No, it was after she got sick and she was on dialysis and she would go through her little phases of mm. she can't make it, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and she wouldn't take my kidney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she she um, she um made me promise to not let Dad date. Really? You know what? No, she... no, oh, only, only one person, Joanne Baker. <laughs> oh, really? You know, I don't, I never could figure that out. <laughs> Well, she had this thing, for, you know. Yeah, she thought, I don't know what, I think she thinks that she liked you. <coughs> yeah. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> One person. Yep. She's like, there's a list of people that's, yep. that she would said, be good. She said, do not let him date Joanne Baker. <clears throat> you know what? I, that is so weird. She, she had this thing, but she told me once, and I never, this, that Joanne told, I don't know if she told her or something. I used to drive around her house or something, you know. To see if her bra was hanging on a clothesline or something, you know. Wait, oh Joanne God. told yeah, she Grandma told, that? Yeah. I thought, <laughs> man, this, this woman is nuts, you know. Yeah. 
<laughs> why has she ever come up with it? You know, I don't know why. You know, it must be that, that I never could connect any of that. You know, it just never made any sense to me. Well, yeah, because if you saw her at the ball games, and you said something, she would be all. It would go kick right in. They must have had like a childhood thing feud or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Ongoing. It's a small community, so it's not like that stuff. You know what I mean? Gets. That's one of them I was I was always puzzled about. That's and, well, you, but you kind of puzzled me at first. You were talking about you know I guess after she was became uh, you know had a lot of health problems. She used to tell me this says you know if something ever happens to me, I said I want you to you know you got to have somebody take care of you. I said no, I don't want anybody else. I'm never going to get married. I'm never going to have another relationship. I said it doesn't interest me. She said well you will. You'll change your mind. I said no, never happened. Won't be but able to she, shoot guns in my house. <laughs> <laughs> but she always insisted that you know that that I should <clears throat> that I could uh, I'd be happy with. I said no, nope, I'll never have <laughs> I never changed anything on that. I mean, she, but you know, I don't know if I ever convinced her. But I don't know if she really meant it or not. But I don't I know why. I don't know why she just bring it up all the time. I thought you know she you know you got something happens to me, you're gonna need somebody. I said, no, I don't. <laughs> He's, you got somebody. You got the kids. Yeah, yeah. that's what I told kids. her. I said, I, said I, I got my family, or I got our family. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. There's, uh, I mean, it's it's a hole that can ever, cannot ever be filled, but you can't, uh, you know. You also can't just be like, yeah, you know, if somebody comes into my life, I'm just going to deny it, you know. Now, it'd be different if you were actively seeking, you know, patrol in the neighborhood, looking for bras on a clothesline, whatever. (laughs) But, you know. That's so weird. On the website, Hot 50s or something. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yep. Farmers only, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it's, you know, if just something happens something happens and it's not even that you have to get married or yeah. be in a committed relationship but even just having someone oh yeah you know around to hang out sure. with or to go to dinner with yeah right that's uh, okay. you know that's i mean i wouldn't say you know to just deny it you know leave it on the table if you don't eat it whatever let it get cold but you know just don't uh i think she meant it you know? I do too. She wanted him to be happy, and it's not that you can't be happy without it. Yeah, right. And it's, but it's also not like any of us are gonna be upset about it. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? I mean, we get it. We know how Grandma was for one, <laughs> but for two, you know, we want you to be happy, or you know, companionship. Yeah. So, I guess that's all I got to say about it. Just don't. Uh, <laughs> Don't just shut the door on it and lock it, you know. But I guess I can kind of understand where, you know, you're not obviously not going to be looking for that again. I mean, you guys were together almost 60 years. Well, I think they Mar- were. With- well, married almost yeah, 60 well, years. Yeah, married almost 60 years. And we were together probably, I don't know, four years before that maybe. So over 60 years. Yeah, so <laughs> you're obviously not going to be able to find that again. But, yeah, you know. Don't don't be expecting that to be what she meant when she says, you know, I want you to yeah. hang out with somebody. You know? <laughs> I know what she meant because I used to say the same thing. I said, well, you know, 
how do you know that I don't pass first? I said, you know, I'm the same for you. I said, I want whatever you want, whatever it's going to make you happy. You know, that's something to interest you. <laughs> and honestly, I would say the statistics were in her favor of you passing first because as much as you drove, <laughs> yeah, there's that statistic. You know, cars are a lot more deadly than airplanes. Yeah. But also, I mean, man, we don't live as long. Right. You know, on average, I mean, yeah, we're no, looking at like 73 years now, so... I mean, you're, and you, you're in great health. So I mean, you're, you're doing awesome. But if we were looking at the overall stats, you know. Yeah, well, I look at it this way. You know, I'm a eighty already. I mean, not already, but I'm yeah. eighty. So I mean, by that, I guess I mean, oh, I'm sort of living on the house money. I'm coasting now, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So. Well, don't look at it like that, because then you're going to go yeah. all in on a hand, and <laughs> no. it's not, it's not yeah. going to turn yeah, out. Yeah, but I mean, you know, my mother died when she was only 69. My dad was like 80 or 76. Yeah. So I love the both of them already, you know. It's funny, because I thought, well, you know, geez, my mom, I always thought it was, she was young, but dead. You know, it was more normal to live that, but it died, you know, it's pretty normal age when people kind of pass. What, 70s? Yeah, it was middle, middle of 75, I think, or 76. And I thought, well, you know, he had a pretty good life. But and what did... Heck, I've already lived four years longer than he has. What did but, what did he die from? Yeah, was cancer. That lung cancer? Stung ca- stomach. Stomach. Cancer. Stomach, okay. Yeah, mom had colon cancer. Oh, your mom had colon cancer? Yeah. Okay. Now, I remember a story Grandma told me about the day you quit smoking cigarettes. You, uh, somebody had lung cancer. I can't Her remember dad. who. Yeah. Her dad. Her dad. Okay. Oh, jeez. And you walked out, and I remember because I was young, and she told me you unrolled your sleeve, took your cigarettes out, and threw them in a trash can. And that's always stuck with me because the, the cigarettes in the sleeve. Yeah, that was a thing, you know. That's we a stud good. move. Well, <laughs> that's a stud I move. I mean, we all did that when they were, you know, we thought we were cool, I guess, you know. It was. <laughs> we roll them up in there. That and the soft pack where you just tap one out, that's the coolest thing. Yeah. So Yeah, uh, well, I heard Dad had lung cancer, you know, from smoking and stuff. And, and how old How old was he? You know, like... 60s? Probably, yeah. And he stayed with us for a while. Here, right? Uh, no, he, we stayed. Was, we were living in a different house at that over on the, you know, on the other side of Middleton. There, that Bliss Road. Yeah, out there. Yeah, you guys drove me out there one day. Yeah, that's where we lived in. Hmm. But I seen a scar on his chest when I did that. <laughs> Man, they they take a lung out or what they do? I don't know what they did, but I mean, they had a scar there from like the neck almost down here, and I don't. Holy crap! I mean. That didn't look good. And I thought, oh, I don't want that. No. <laughs> Jesus. No. Yeah, no. I mean, he, he was pretty skinny anyway, but, you know, and then just to see that, and it's like. Yeah. He was almost like a skeleton, and, you know, and he had all that, that scar there. I thought, oh, that, uh, it kind of changed my mind a little bit about smoking. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what they call the uh, deciding factor, you know? I mean, you. <laughs> I've talked about it before, but you have reasons you want to quit. And then if you do quit, eventually you have reasons you didn't even expect. 
and those reasons become reasons for you to stay quit, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, you're like, oh, I want to feel better, whatever, and then one day, or I want to quit for my kids, I want to be around, and then one day you start realizing, like, you can walk further, you're starting to gain weight, you feel healthier, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this is a good reason, and then you start seeing you have more money in your account. You're like, oh, there, <laughs> there's another reason I wasn't expecting, you know, Owen. Yeah. Yep. Um, Although, you know, all those years, I could still, oh, man, I got to tell you, it's, uh, I still could probably start smoking, you know. You don't know if you ever get rid of that little urge to, you know, I don't smoke. think, I don't know. I would quit for six months and then. Yeah, it's hard. You can't hardly. Yep. I, you know. This is another thing I've talked about. I think I've actually mentioned this on the podcast. I want to smoke every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. Every time I smell a cigarette, I'm like, that smells awesome. <laughs> smells yeah. good. But, I, you know, I just found a way to somehow get enjoyment of other people's cigarettes. You know, like, at least I, if I want, I'll stand somewhere and smell it. And then it'll cross my mind, oh, maybe I can bum one. And then it's like, at this point, I just have to walk away. Yeah. You know, and you bomb one, you get you to go buy a pack. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's exactly that. I don't think I'm ever going to be not wanting to smoke because I enjoyed it. Right. But, you know, cigarette sobriety is way different than like a lot of other sobrieties. But also, other sobrieties are also a lot harder. So, mm-hmm. I mean, everything's its own battle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw you write a couple things down there, Mom. What yeah. do you got? Do you re- we're talking about cigarettes? So this reminded me of. Uh, do you remember when we were fishing in Baldwin when you bummed a cigarette for me? Oh, I mean, I, oh, I do. I was. You there. know, I got lightheaded. Is that when you talking yeah, about? Yeah, about <laughs> fell in the river. Yeah. Jesus, yeah, that wasn't. I, I remember that. I thought, man, yeah, that, was, that wasn't Baldwin, was it? I think that was the Betsy. I think we were in Benzonia. Oh, was it? Are you sure? I thought it was Baldwin. It could have been. Because I, mean, we... I thought John was with us. Because, yeah, John was with us. So it was the Baldwin. Okay, okay. It was, yeah, Baldwin. Because John laughs about it now. <laughs> like, yeah, your dad yeah. took a hit of that cigarette and forgot that you didn't inhale cigars. And he said, Ooh, I thought he was going to fall in the river. <laughs> <laughs> so did I. I mean, man, oh, man. Yeah. Uh, wow, yeah, that was, I remember that. That hit me pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember you sitting down. <laughs> they were yeah you're right it was baldwin because john was and they you guys were poking fun at him uh-huh <laughs> yeah yeah okay so i have a uh, couple questions do you remember the two times you almost killed me i don't know which one you're talking about you mean when i had the you and shelly or cheryl was in a gotten so i don't know what i can't remember what happened but i had to threw you on a bed or something no. Oh, so three times? <laughs> Not that. Uh, oh, you mean in a car or something? No. Four times? <laughs> okay. One time I was spun around in the road out here with a car or something all the way around. I thought, man, that was scary. But... Oh, you mean that accident? We had a, You hit the side of the car. Or the, no. Five times. <laughs> yeah, I went around the ditch, that, that curve over there but on a the river road. Oh, yeah. By Bridgeville? Or no, it was over. Just past Bonnie's. Yeah. Okay. The road was slippery on a curve, and I went around a curve, and... Um, sideways and went into the ditch. And it was a station wagon. I don't know where Cheryl, Shelley was in the back, all in the back end or in the back seat, but mm-hmm. she hit something. You mm-hmm. Cut her. You got. I remember you getting. I think it was the window because I, I think I remember glass. <laughs> yeah. Seeing and then it? I freaked out. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was bleeding. But no, I'm talking about the time I was your bird dog and you almost shot me. 
Oh, well, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, yeah, I do remember that now. Jesus. I know what I was wearing. I was wearing a jean jacket. <laughs> I still remember. I know I was wearing that in my orange safety vest. <sighs> and then the other time, really wasn't you, but we were cutting wood back there. Okay. And the head of that, you don't remember that when the axe went whipping by my head? We were right out back behind the garage. <laughs> no, I guess I can't remember that one. Oh, Jesus. my God. How old how were I, you? How could I forget that? I was like, I was probably 14, 15. And him and I are back in the back. And, you know, I'd pick the wood up and put it on the stump and Dad would hit it. You know, and I'm picking it up and Dad whipped that thing up, you know, and then the head went. Oh. And all I heard was. <laughs> barely missed me. <laughs> wow. Nope. Badass. Sound like a redneck story, don't it? He says, I wrote those right off, yeah. blocked them out. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. If I had to imagine, Grandpa's reaction was probably like, whoa. Well, he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> wow. He's out. Was that close? And I'm like, oh, yeah, Dad, I heard it. Just like I heard the bullet go by me when the pheasant went flying. Yeah, see, that's <laughs> uh, shout out, Ryan. I love you. But that's one thing, Ryan. His, is not the best at his muzzle awareness. <laughs> I can't yeah. tell you how many times bunny hunting, walking through some brush, I'll look over at him and his, I can look right down his barrel. Oh my God. It's like you got a red shell in there, dude. <laughs> you know? Yep. I love him. Yep. Okay. Yep. Let's see. I got a couple more here. Um, I can't believe you didn't say Al Green either. Who is oh. Al Green? Oh, man. Black Jesus. Black Elvis. Black Elvis. Black Elvis, I Black mean. Elvis. When I say Jesus. I was going to say Black Jesus. Isn't that like MLK? No. I meant, yeah, I met Elvis, the Black Elvis. <laughs> you don't know who Al Green is? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh my God. Kid. No. With, hang, with being with Grandpa, you've never heard Al Green. I mean, I'm sure I've heard him, but I can't, right off the top of my head, I'm not like, yeah, I know who Al Green he's, is. He's saying, let's stay together, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So, anyways, besides that, what is your worst and f- best memory when I was a kid? And what is your worst and best memory of mom? So, worst memory of you as a kid or just why? Me. Okay, okay. Me as a kid. Best memory. Best and worst. <laughs> worst. <laughs> Probably start with worst. That'll give you more time to think well, of. Well, I don't know if I got a worst one. Uh, you know what? I guess... Generally speaking, I, I I can always just one thing I always remember so much about you know Shelley. You kind of reminded me of a <laughs> I don't know you and Jermaine both. You know they were so you were pretty short. <laughs> no, you were so short. You know those. And I was fat. Well, yeah, and then I mean you, no, you weren't fat. You were just kind of okay. just just chunky. <laughs> like, but you like could do you stock. could do the same thing. I mean you know you could walk around and you could just kind of. Bend, bend your knees and almost put your butt on the floor, you know. I, I, I just can remember seeing that all, you know. It's one of those things I always remember. <laughs> but, well, I can't say that, you know, I, I can bring, I, it's one of them, Cheryl and you used to have a lot of disagreements. Oh, no, not two girls. Mm-mm. And she always, she always got favored. No, the, well, old, the oldest? Daddy's well, girl. Usually the youngest. She was dad's girl. And well, she I was, was kind of dominating everything, you know, Cheryl did. Because, yeah. I mean, it was always 
it seemed like most of the time it was always fighting over the cat, you know, tails. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, okay. Shelly would have her, and then Cheryl would go in and grab her, go in her room and shut the door, you know. So so basically a kidnapping. Had, yeah, yeah. And I mean, and I had to kind of negotiate all the time, you know. Uh, but Cheryl didn't want to do any negotiating with tails. No. Yeah, so <laughs> Shelly did get kind of a short end of the stick on that. I'll have to admit that. Was that a pun? Because she was short? <laughs> I'm, just, yeah, no. I, okay. I'm still short. <laughs> what, you, no no you, pun intended. Then you remember that time I came up in the bedroom when she beat on my door that one day? Oh, Jesus, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, she was, yeah, she wanted to. She what? wanted Clyde. Clyde used to sleep on my neck. <laughs> Wasn't Clyde your cat? Yes, Beaner was mine, and Cheryl hated whoa, him. Whoa, hey, that's what we called it's him. Was tw- Beaner because he hung out the corn in the bean field when I went on vacation. It's twenty twenty four. You can't. His name was Beaner because he hung out in the bean field, <laughs> but his name was Clyde. And I had—I think Taz must have been in there with me too. And she came home from work, and I think she was working at the diner at that time. <laughs> and I had school, and. Like high school? Yeah. Okay. And she's beating on my door because she wanted the cat. <laughs> Why? Because that's how she was. <laughs> and that's how I was. I wasn't going to give it to her. And uh, Out of spite or because? Because I wasn't going to give in to her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I finally got so mad. I think I pushed her when I opened the door. I can't remember. I think I did. I come flying up the stairs and... Dad was actually home that night because I think you were on <coughs> second shift and you hated second shift. So were both your rooms downstairs? Yes. Oh, she man. was in this one. You the, the you first... set them up. Yeah, <laughs> you don't do that. <laughs> so yeah, so then we I come up and told him I said Dad you need to do something about her or I'm gonna or something like that and he went down and negotiated with her and guess what she got tears. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I know, Grandpa. She, I know. <laughs> well, I can only, I don't know. Shouldn't have happened that way, but you'd have to know Cheryl, I guess. Mm-hmm. I she do. <laughs> I can, you know, I know her. She ain't like that as much now. She's really beautiful, <laughs> man. Yeah, she. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. She was funny. Yeah, that shouldn't have happened, but. <laughs> so, so would you categorize those as bad memories then? Well, not really. No, I mean, you know, it's just. Kids, just you know. kids. Yeah. <laughs> so then, bad what, memories. I, I don't know. I have to think about that for a second. But how about a good one? Like uh, she may she achieved something, or she did something that you were like, "Holy cow!" Or she surprised you somehow. I bet you I know what he's gonna say. Maybe not, but I'm gonna write it down and see <laughs> if I'm right. <laughs> this is. I bet you're probably not gonna be right. I, I do remember one time. Uh, like, oh, okay, okay, okay. You're talking about fishing there, right? Oh, huh. Oh, okay. You playing mm-hmm. softball? Is that yep. It? Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. okay. Yep. I Keyword remember that softball. Yep. Yeah, I do remember that. I said, <laughs> I, I don't know. She'd suddenly make us incredible catch. I thought, wow, how'd you do that? I was really, really amazed. I was. <laughs> Michael talks about it all the time. Yeah, I mean. It, it made Mike's. Highlights? Yeah. That's one of those okay. things I'll never forget. Mike was like, that's my sister. And then he's like, dad's up at the fence. And he's like, because dad was shooing me a certain way, you know, to go, because I was out in the outfield. This is Michael's story. <laughs> and he said that when I caught the ball, dad was like, that's my girl. And then, 
I, I didn't think it ever, you know, had a chance. And I mean, you know, Jesus, Jesus well, was it just a fast ball off the bat or what? Yeah, I mean, you know, she had to run a long ways and she had to make a really good, you know, stab, you know, at it. Mm. Oh, okay. It so so you laid out for yep. it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I, you still see that. Okay. All right. Yeah. No, you were right. Keyword. I thought you were going to bring up this. A fishing memory? Yeah. Well, what do you got? <laughs> oh, we went salmon fishing. No, it was steelhead fishing. Steelhead. Was, yeah. And it was Easter. Easter. Yeah. Okay. That was, yeah. I had that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah, I think I was, I moved downstream by being 100 yep. yards or so from Shelly. I actually caught a steelhead down there, but Shelly started yelling or something, you know, she, she had, she hooked a fish or something, you know, so. Anyway, I didn't uh, didn't work out for Shelly, so I, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, so I kind of felt bad about that, you know. So I, well, I tried to help her, but too late. <laughs> while we're talking about didn't work out for Shelly, <laughs> no, I got a. I don't remember if we talked about this or not on here, but I got one. I'm not. I'll probably bleep the location uh-huh. with the, the access of where you caught that. Scamania, that summer steelhead. Yeah. And we were fishing on one of those. Remember that hole on the bend? You could only fish from the access side. Like the hole was at your feet. You had to walk downstream like 300 yards across to come back to it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's this hole on a bend. And Mom and John had crossed. And Grandpa was scouting the river up and down. And, and anyway, Grandpa comes back and. You guys were yelling back and forth across the river. You see anything? Yeah, there were some fish down there. I broke off a couple times, whatever. And you just kept telling him, throw your line in here. He's like, nah. <laughs> like, throw your line in here. Yeah, nah, I'll, I'm all right. And after like 20 minutes of that, he's finally like, zzz, 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 <laughs> pulling his line out. And like, third cast. I'm going to guess a 30-pounder hooks it. And it's running downstream. <laughs> and he stops it and turns it back upstream and it's running upstream and then it starts running back downstream and this is after grandpa walked about 50 yards up 50 yards back down and then there was a tree where he couldn't walk down any further because his line would have been on one side of the river and he'd have had to go around it mm-hmm. anyway <clears throat> this fish is just zzz, 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 zzz. <laughs> so you run after it uh-huh. yep. <laughs> and it gets down about 200 yards to a log jam Mm-hmm. It's got Grandpa almost to the end of his backing, <laughs> and he's just palming the reel. Yeah. It's cranked down as far as it can go. He's palming it, and it's still, <laughs> and he's yelling at you, and I can barely hear you yelling back at him. And I'm just thinking, you guys can't hear each other. <clears throat> and he looks at me, and he's like, "She's gonna be mad, but I gotta. I, I'm gonna have to cut this line." <laughs> and He's still trying to palm it. And then something clicks in his head and he just wraps the line around his hand, the backing. Instead of cutting it, just wraps his hand up in it and just starts pulling on his rod. And it pop. And as I'm looking down at this fish, like I can kind of, I see it porpoise about three feet in front of you. And you're, as far as I can tell, up to your shoulders in the river. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and when you came back, you were upset. 
<laughs> so I guess give me that from your perspective. Because I'm sure you remember it. Oh, yeah. So I remember him having the fish and me running downstream to get it. And I said, Dad, it's under the log. I got it. I'm going to get it. <laughs> and I said that. And then he obviously didn't hear me. And then all of a sudden, he must have cut the line. And that's when it came up. And But as I was going down under the tree, <laughs> yeah, I slipped on a rock and I fell. <laughs> I just bought a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> had my digital camera in my pocket. My waiters, and yeah, they all got ruined. And I'm like, yeah. when I got back, I'm like, Dad, I had the fish. It was right there. Why'd you cut the line? Well, oh, I didn't think you'd ever get to it. <laughs> now, in his defense, it was a deep spot of the river. It was. But you were, I mean, it was literally right on the edge of the hole where yeah. if you'd have went another two foot, you'd have been over your head. Probably. <laughs> but you could have reached in there and got it, so that was... Yeah. Okay. Speaking of fishing stories, you remember the fish I had at Wixom? Oh, jeez, yeah, I remember that. What? Yeah, I had that. Uh, I don't know. That must have been. I never could. Had to be we a had catfish. Fish on, yeah, it had to be a big catfish. She, she, we could. What? Yeah, kind of. She, yeah, him and I. By the dam, there. or? No, we went. What? I don't. We were in the river, in the lake at yeah. Wixom, Wixom Lake. Him and I went up there fishing. And yeah, I had that fish on, and I was fighting it forever, and I barely got like a little baby glimpse, just a little teeny glimpse of like a lighter color of the water. And you know how Dad was about you catching fish, and he did. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, yeah. I'm fighting this thing, and he's like, just pull the rod up, you know, and he's telling me all this stuff, and then he reaches over. I tighten the drag up a little bit. Yeah, you're never, you're never going to get him like that. Yeah. He, he he tightened the drag a, a little bit, you hear him? Yeah, and then, boom, gone. Yeah. So he plops down in the chair, and he said, man, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm the one that had the fish on for like 10 minutes. From all that excitement. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a screw-up. I, I shouldn't have ever done that, but you might have been able to get that one, but he was huge. Yeah, but well, what would you have done with him? Well, like, no. did you have a nut that big? Oh, God, probably not. <laughs> that thing was big. Whatever yeah, it yeah. was, it was a big fish. Yeah. How long did you fight it? At least 10 minutes. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. what you were using for bait? Or were you casting? I don't think I, I was casting. Know. I was using bait, but I don't remember what yeah. it was. Probably just a night crawler. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everything will smack a night crawler. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I screwed that up. I left it meant to. <laughs> yeah, I should have just left you alone. You could have done it. I just. It was taking me a minute. Yeah. I, I've seen it several times, so I know the frustration. <laughs> I saw him do it to Grandma and Houghton. Oh, yeah. Well, she told me all about it. She tells us all about that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Probably um, just a monster pike. I mean, it was a huge fish. It could have been a muskie. It, I, well, I don't know if they're in Houghton. If, if so, that's probably what it was because she was fighting it for probably 15 minutes. She finally wore it down where it was kind of up by the boat. And he went to take the rod from her. And she's like, I got it. And it made another run, but in the other direction. Oh, so no. it just started sucking up more and more weeds. And then yeah. all of a sudden it was gone. Yeah. And Grandma was not happy. No. Oh, I bet some swear words came out of her mouth. She was not happy. She was ready to go. I remember she was ready to go after that. <laughs> Grandpa, Grandpa didn't fish for a little while after that. I do remember that because I got to stand at the back and he told me about the figure eight 
If you get a pike close to the boat, you figure eight it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Good stuff. Well, you know, I was trying to help. It just didn't work out that way. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. That's our big running joke is that, you know, he don't want you to catch fish. So he that's what he does. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's uh, uh, what would you call? It's chivalrous chivalrous sabotage that's right that's what it is yep here let me hold this (laughs) door for you let me rescue you as i'm sabotaging (laughs) you (laughs) yeah it's all done under a guise of nobility (laughs) jesus okay glad to know that uh that's been a constant oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right i got another question for you you didn't answer the worst memory oh okay Let's see if you remember this one. Okay. Look at him over there, oh, straightening his knife. He's well, like, I'm not going like to answer that. I'm not going to answer that one. <laughs> Cheryl said I was a stinker, but I don't think I was. But anyways. <coughs> you're a year younger than her, right? Well, yeah. So, what? what, what because what? I took Dad's attention. <laughs> but um, the question for the worst memory, I can't really think of anything that I was bad or anything like that, where you had to... Only two times that I remember you having to really yell at me, besides when I was, like, way younger. The one was when I started going out, and I was pulling in the driveway when you were pulling out. Mm. And, uh... Okay. <laughs> yeah. He didn't say anything to me at all that week, you know, because he was working. And the next weekend, I'm getting ready to go out. I got half... Dad was laying right by the brown chair on his back with his I can remember I can see everything with his left knee and leg up cocked you know and then his right leg foot was over it and his foot was gone and I'm like oh god I gotta get down the stairs <laughs> so I get halfway down the stairs and I hear Shelly straight back up went around the corner I'm like yeah yeah I don't even remember what time we went to work but it was you know five o'clock six o'clock four o'clock in the morning whatever it was and he's like, I don't think that time's respectable for a young lady to be coming home. I said, okay. That's it. That's all he had to say. <laughs> that's it? Yep, that's all he said. Okay. That's it. And he didn't have to say anything because I knew <laughs> we don't want Dad mad at us. So so I got home probably 15 minutes before he left the next day, that <laughs> night. But I didn't come home as late as he told me to. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know. I must have been pretty easy or something, yeah. Everybody. Yeah, you were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm well. Nobody wanted to get. Nobody wanted you mad at him. No, I do remember one time I really made him mad though. Oh yeah, I bet. You know where I'm going? No. You will in a second. I I uh, I had quit out at Meisenhelder's, and you were like, I'll. I'll talk to them. I'll see if they could use some help. So you started working out. This right after you retired. Like, mm-hmm. within six months of you retiring, you were like, I can't do this. I can't just be at home all day. <laughs> <laughs> so you started working at Meisenhelder's. And it was probably a couple months in. Greg and Brandon and I were playing blackjack. We had cut up a bunch of construction paper chips we're playing blackjack and i made some steak mountain and uh, i don't remember exactly what it was but you were being kind of snippy with grandma 
and snippy with Greg. Greg had said something. And then Brandon looked at me and he was like, and I, and just, that was the fridge again. Just being me, I poke and I'm sarcastic. <laughs> and I was like, uh, pretty crappy day at work, huh? And then Greg and Brandon started laughing <laughs> and it was like a pun on cows, you know, because right. oh, yeah. I, because I know oh. you were either shoveling stables or dealing with, you know, obviously milking probably at, at night, but. And he had that one cow that always pooped on him. <laughs> yeah, and just the chores, you know, once <laughs> the ladies are out of there, you had to shovel anyway. And and then uh, you yelled at me something, and I can't remember what I said, but then I stormed downstairs. And then I shut myself in the fly tying room, and then I hear you coming down the stairs, and I'm like, Jesus. I cornered myself. <laughs> I didn't know where to go. And then you came in just yelling at me about being disrespectful and how you had a hard night and how it's not as easy as it may seem and how everything's not fun. And I just remember being like, man, like I did not ever want to make grandpa this mad, you know. And it's not that I was scared. I was just kind of disappointed that, you know. But I've kind of forgiven myself from that, too, because I, I think about that every now and then. I'm like, you know, it was in good humor. I was trying to lighten his mood, and it just, you know, it's like what I assume a comedian's like on stage. They tell a joke, and it, people start walking out, or they get mad, something thrown at them, they get a death threat. I'll see you in the parking lot. It's like, dude, <laughs> you paid to come here, to, you know, for me to tell you a joke to, to make your night better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're mad at me. So that's just kind of, you know. Yep. Yeah. Well, I probably had a few of those days. Yeah, and I know your knee was starting to bug you then, and I remember they bought you a pair of gloves because uh, your fingers were hurting. And uh, yeah, I, I just I think it was just maybe a combination of pain, being irritated because maybe something at work happened. I know how Jeff was. You know, he was always a little extra. Yeah, and then Grandma probably wasn't helping. And then, you know, I guess I was the spark. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, <clears throat> yeah, that was that was quite an experience working for milking those cows. I can't say as I enjoyed it too much. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't. I don't mind doing it, except, like you said, sometimes when those, I don't know. You know, every night you're going to get crap splattered all over you. You know, you're sitting there and all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> it's like, and you're really down in that little pit there, you know, and you're right. Ew. Yeah, your face level with yeah, the patties. Yeah, almost and... face level when it hits that crap, hits the smelt floor and it splatters all over you. Yeah. And then having to wash everything down or changing the filters. Oh, geez. Depending yeah. on what shift you were working, you know, you'd have to get there early to feed the calves. Yeah. Do that was, all that, that, all that part was good, you know. I get the, you can get some, uh, you know, hay and stuff, straw out of the barn, and you know, feed the calves. Okay, going out and get to bringing the cows in and stuff. You know, that was all good, but <sighs> that was okay. But I don't know. Come home and after car stinks. Yep. All your clothes. You <laughs> yeah. got to take all your clothes mm. off out in the garage. You know. And yeah, that's probably what it was. Grandma was complaining because you stunk yeah. and you were just over it yeah that's probably what it was because she used to always get at me for it yeah and it's like i can't i'm not gonna walk in here naked <laughs> like i'll get undressed and then put them back outside but i'm not gonna you know yeah. she could smell everything anyway so yeah yeah 
Yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan of bringing the cows in, though. I, I mean, I, I didn't mind. Because Blind Betty, that was always fun because she had those one or two cows that would kind of help her in and out and around the yard. So dealing with Blind Betty was always fun. But Merlin, that bull they had when I was there, he just got progressively more and more and more aggressive toward me. To the point where one day, he had me. (laughs) He, 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 well, I go out and I'm yelling at the cows to come in. And he's just standing out there looking at me. And I'm like, dude, today's the day, isn't it? Just the way he was looking at me. Didn't move. I'm yelling at all the ladies, getting them to come in. And he just kept turning his head, watching me. Didn't move his feet, didn't posture or anything. And I'm like, he's just trying to get me close. Like, like, it's the only time he's just stared at me and hasn't broke eye contact. And I remember Jeff telling me, you got to back away while you're looking at him. You know, otherwise you might get run on. I'm like, okay, so that was in the back of my head, so I just kind of was backing up, watching him. And the second I got around the corner to go in the the parlor there, you know, you get all the ladies loaded up, you shut the gate, and then they had their bays that they would sleep in or whatever. And I'm getting ready to go up to the gate, and I I hear him. (laughs) And, like, I had just come around the corner. I'm, like, 15 yards from the gate, and I hear him. And, like, my only option... I don't remember. I don't know if you remember the uh, loading stable where they would like put the cows in, and then you know they'd lock them in there, and then they'd give them their pills or their shots or whatever. Yeah. My only option was to hop in there, <laughs> and I'm yelling for Jeff, and probably like three minutes later, I mean Merlin's just staring at me, huffing, <laughs> and I'm on the other side of this fence, and I'm yelling for Jeff, and uh. He just got annoyed because I was taking forever. Yeah. And so he didn't hear me, but he comes out and then he sees Merlin's got me. <laughs> so he's like, I'll be right back. So he goes in and gets the prod and the bat. And I'm like, oh, man. Like, I don't want to watch this. You know? <laughs> and he's like, just, it'll be all right. Just give me a minute. So he hits him with the bat on his rump and he doesn't flinch. <laughs> and I'm like, dude. Like, I, there's a wood gate. Like, he can run right through and that I'm cornered in here, you know. <laughs> and he hits him again, and he kind of turns around. And then uh, I hear him click the prod a couple times, and Merlin starts walking away, and he's like, go ahead and get out of there. I'm like, all right. So I climb up over the gate, and my feet no longer hit the floor, and here he comes. <laughs> and, I mean, Jeff is like... Almost in between me and him, just off to the side a little bit. And I don't know if he was a lefty or if he played baseball or what, but he teed off on him. Hit him square in the head. (laughs) And, like, he he took a couple more steps, kind of tried to do a stop, and then turned and looked at Jeff. And then Jeff hit that prod a couple more times. And then Merlin did a big circle around him and then went back out in the yard. And he was like, get in there. Go ahead. He's fine. I'm like, dude. I'm like, my God. But when he hit him with that bat, it was just that solid ping. You know? And and about about half an hour into milking, he's like, Man, my hands are hurting. I'm like, Yeah, dude, you just whacked a bull across the nose, you know. (laughs) But just watching him take those swings, I was like, Man, I do not want to mess with like a whole new respect. You see the bulls in Barcelona or whatever tossing people around, you're like, Oh, that's kinda Yeah. But like being up close, seeing it, it's like man, that's a tank. It's a yeah. literal tank. Yeah, I had one of those bulls. I don't know which one it was. He got same thing. He, he was 
I knew I was going to have a little problem with him. I got all the, you know, the cobbles in, but and all of a sudden he started coming towards me. And I, but there was that little post out there, so I got behind. Oh yeah, him. he was on yeah. one side and I was on the other. You know, so we were going around and around, <laughs> like old boxers. <laughs> yeah, he was trying to go this way and I was just going around. So he couldn't get me that way, you know. But then Jeff finally come out there and you know took care of it. He told me one time he had to. One of them came after him. He got, he jumped over the fence, but and he grabbed the shovel and that bowls up there. He said, man, he just had hit him with everything he got, you know, right? You know, just blasted him right in the head. You know, Break so. the shovel. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he's had some close ones, but I guess you know how to handle them. But, man, yeah, they I, can be scary. Man. I was not a fan. After that, I was super timid about going out in the yard. Oh, me too. After that one, you know, that scared me. Yeah. He was, he was, after, he was trying to get you. And there was I mean, no warning. No. You know? I mean, he came right at me. I just up that thing was right there. And I was, oh, okay. I stopped right behind it because I thought, well, if I keep going, I got, you know, no, yeah. cho- no, cho- no chance. Fair game. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he just, he started going on the way. I just go, you know, we just kind of stay on the other side of that thing. So <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I kind of vaguely remember you saying something about it, but not, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, I had a little more respect for them after that. I thought, man, I, I don't want to mess with them anymore yeah and and it was probably the same one but from what i remember he's merlin was only like a year and a half old two years old something like that he's like dude he's he's gonna put on probably another 600 pounds it's like dude no i'm good (laughs) i don't want any of it yeah scary what do you got what else you got well, I got a couple things. He he still hasn't given me his worst and best memory of mom. We got to remember oh, that. Oh, mom. Okay. Yeah. Go but, ahead. Go ahead and run it for a minute. But um, <clears throat> you remember losing Matt? Losing Matt at Sea World. Oh yeah, what? I remember that was. Uh, yeah, that was <laughs> like oh, that was a panic. Probably my worst scary thing when I was younger. Yeah, and all of a sudden we couldn't find Matt. Oh man, you know, you start looking, you can't find him. And anymore. we're in Sea World. Yeah. Was he looking at a seal or something? We were looking at penguins, weren't we? I think it was penguins, and we we all left to walk away, and Matt didn't. He was fascinated. It was either that or otters. I can't. But I thought it was the penguins. Cheryl will remember, probably. And she found him. Yeah, Cheryl found him. Yeah, and and she she just said he'd come running to her, you know, and (laughs) jumped up on her, you know. But, yeah, we were all just hysterical, yeah. Yeah, he was in some kind of a little plaything, you know, a little I don't know, like a little stuff hanging, you know, mm-hmm. like a little uh, I don't know, you know, I don't know, little duffel bag or something, you know, like punching bag thing or something like that. Oh, yeah. that. They were all you know hanging down right close together, so you could go in there, you know, for kids who play inside. He was in there, but holy cow! Yeah. So you wouldn't have been able to see him anyway if you could have walked right past him then, (laughs) unless he walked through there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Cheryl found him. I don't know. (laughs) I guess, you know, Cheryl's always been like that. Yeah, like with your glasses this summer. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't find his glasses camping. Just got them, right? Yeah. His (laughs) new ones. Yeah. Yeah. So we're looking everywhere, you know, and I said, oh. I said, Dad, Mama's cussing you out right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I don't know if I if I had told Cheryl that before or after. And she said something told her to go look over by the towels, and there they were. 
Yeah, like right on there. the ground? or But she had just, what, 10 <coughs> minutes before that, found that penny? Yeah. <laughs> she, it, we'd been in the same campsite for days or uh, whatever, yeah. and she found a bright, shiny penny, and she said, it's mom. Oh, yeah. And then she found the glasses. Well, you're yeah. sitting in front of Grandma's penny collection. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was funny. It's about yeah, a yeah. 10, 12 foot span wall. <laughs> the base of it I know. covered with pennies. And the yeah. other one I want to know if you remember, which I know you remember, but I want to hear you tell the story about Brandon not shutting up in the car. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> which time? Jesus. Uh, many times. <laughs> wow, I'm not kidding you. This, I've never heard anybody like that. Brandon, you, you just got to get this last word in there. I mean, Gregory and Brandon, they were talking, you know, they were back and forth, back and forth. I do remember I mean, you know, it can only that. take that so long. I said, okay, I've had enough. You know, knock it off. Okay, that's Brandon, you know. You, <laughs> you can't, you won't just, you got to get that last yeah. word. Yeah. I said, no, Brandon, that's enough. Okay, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't I said, say I don't want to hear nothing else, not another word. Okay. <laughs> that's... that's you know, that's, man, I'm telling you, after so many times, you kind of get pretty irritated. Jesus, so, you yeah. stop the car and you yeah. walk away from it? Oh, he stopped the car and yelled at him, and it scared Brandon, because Brandon never saw Dad really get mad. Oh, you did stop and oh, yell yeah. at him? Yeah, I mean, how many times can you do that, you know? And you kind of you lose your composure there after so many times, you know? But, I mean, this wasn't going on for a long time, you know? Ben, I, you know, I kept saying, okay, that's enough, knock it off, you know? And I just kept going. <laughs> okay. I said, no, Bandit. I mean, not another word. Don't say another word. It's over. I don't want to hear that anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude. <laughs> yeah. He kind of. He's still like that, though. Yeah, I know he is. <laughs> <laughs> Always got to w- walk away on something quippy that makes you want to say something. You're just like, yeah. oh, uh-huh. dude. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Yep. Okay, fun. so the worst memory I think I've had of you, or I think it was because I disappointed you, I don't know, or I thought I did, and I know I did because you told me, but... Uh, Grandpa? Yeah. Okay. So I, we were younger. I think we were still at Todd's. Mom might have been pregnant. No. I had to be older than that. But... um. We went into the store for mom. She might have been pregnant with Matt. I don't know. But anyway, it was probably March, April. I don't know. And it was me, you, and Cheryl. And I wanted a blackjack. And I hate blackjacks. But dad loved them. What's blackjack? It's a black licorice candy. It's black, white, and pink. Okay. And they call them blackjacks. They're just little round. Looks like taffy almost. Okay. And he wouldn't let me have one. <coughs> And it was a Carson where Dollar General's at right now, as a matter of fact. It used to be like IGA or something. Okay, yeah. And, uh, you know, they were probably like a penny or five cents or something at the counter there. They were singles. And I said, you know, I, I wanted one. Dad would give it to me. So I took it. Oh. And it's black liquor, so you can smell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm in the back of the car, and like a dummy, I open up the licorice and eat it. And I don't know why. Like I said, I don't like them. I hate them. And Dad... What you got, Shelly? Oh, I said, blackjack. <laughs> Where'd you get that? I said, Santa. Okay. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was, you know, months after Christmas. <laughs> so uh, when we got home, he made me go back and pay for it. 
Oh, he drove back? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I didn't wait very long to eat it. <laughs> so he he made me pay for it, but then when we got home, he made me go to my room. And I think that was the time that you didn't let me have supper either. Mom was mad because you didn't let me have supper. <laughs> but um, he came in with the bell to get me. And you know why he got me? Why? Not because I stole the candy because I paid for it. Because you lied about Santa? Because I lied to him. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, and I told him, I said, well, he told me, he's, I'm not getting you because you stole, I'm getting you because you lied to me. There's no reason to lie to me. <laughs> he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah, but I told him Santa. <laughs> How old were you? I don't know. Why do you think I was? Six? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe five or six. Okay. So that's a pretty witty... Uh... <laughs> I mean, that's a logical explanation as a six-year-old. Well, that's all I could think of. You're like, well, obviously it was Santa. Well, I wouldn't have I said the Easter Bunny because that was closer. <laughs> yeah. Early, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I thought that was quite common. <laughs> no, it is. Yeah. It is. But, you know, so I, if you remember any, what, like, your best memory, was it the day you got married? Was it <clears throat> the day you had Cheryl? Best memory. Of mom. Yeah. Oh, man. I guess it was probably the first time she kissed me. Aww. Uh-huh. I probably told you that before, didn't I? I think I told you <sighs> I think grandma. Because I was a pretty shy kid, you know. I think grandma did on. Uh, oh, she did. The first one. She, it's funny because she's always talking about, like, you know, I was with my best friend, Sam. We would, they were coming to my yeah, yeah. one of we your were, I was 70 going home cousins. and they were walking home with me, you know. So I got up to the you know, by the breezeway and she runs up there, you know. And kisses me. At your was, house? Yeah. And then I mean I I don't know, I just felt weird after that, you know. So that was one of those things. <laughs> but I've always thought about it. I thought, well, you know, she's they she walked me home. You know? Oh, she walked you home. <laughs> yeah, so I should have been the other way around. Yeah, should've... you should have been walking her home. Yeah, I know. But, you know, looking back, I never even. Why did was? Why didn't I do that? So she. But, okay, I thought you meant Sam, your cousin, walked you home. Well, we were all together. I mean, she was. You know, we, oh, okay, okay. You know, we were together before that. And she just came home. I was going home, so they just walked home with me. I guess so. I guess that was okay, but so I didn't leave her by herself. But, <laughs> yeah, but, but she I lived like two blocks away. Grandma Keck lived like two blocks away from there. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. She was telling me on the podcast. You probably listened to it. The story of uh, <laughs> how she, he would make her walk home alone in the dark. Yeah, that's what <laughs> yeah, I know. Nah, I'm not a fan of the dark. <laughs> Jesus. But you would go out in the dark to scare Aunt Bonnie. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. She yeah. would faint. Well, yeah. Well, that's why. <laughs> That's why you do it. Mm-hmm. You risk oh, yeah. your fears because you know there's a reward at the back end of it, you know, yeah. scaring your sister. Yeah. Yeah, she was, I don't Jesus. know. She, she was so easy to, you know, she fainted all the time, you know. So she, like, if she, she went to the doctor, she was sitting there, and if a nurse or a doctor come in with a needle, as soon as she's seen that needle, she's out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's the best way to get shots, though. Yeah, you wake up and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't even know I had." <laughs> yeah, that didn't, I, yeah. that didn't, didn't hurt. Mm. <laughs> I know one time she was coming in the back door, or the 
Yeah. And I was, it was dark, porch. dark in a house. Yeah. Coming through there and I kind of hid behind the chair and they came in. I just jumped out, you know, Jeez. down she goes, <laughs> pass out. And she never hit her head on anything? No. Or? no. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what about a worst memory of grandma? Worst memory. I guess maybe not worst memory, but memory that's aggravated you the most. Yeah, maybe. something, something that still burns in you. Hmm. Well, I can think. Of I guess one, I, maybe. I can think of something, but something that you know. It seemed like this is much later in life that you know, she probably thinks it's the same way me if I do of her. You know, <laughs> she thinks that I. Always gonna be, you know. She, she thinks she's always gonna be right about everything, and I'm always thinking that I'm gonna be right. So we've <laughs> yeah. never been able to you know. get past that. Yeah, <laughs> but she, if we have a disagreement about something, you know, I'll say this: I think I can get over that better than she does. I'll Either. tell you what: six months down the road, she'll come up with something. Else, you know, what are you talking about? Oh, I'd already forgotten about this. It. Like happened six months ago. <laughs> She'll find out she was right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, you know, I got to listen to that forever, you know. But I've had it the other way, and she will, you know, she would say, well, and she'll, she'll still won't admit she was wrong. Make an excuse. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, well, I guess you were wrong about that. No, well, that's the way it used, you know, it used to be like that. that you know. <laughs> yeah, that's not what I heard when I was getting my hair cut in 73. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You know, she, would never, she can never, ever admit she was ever wrong about anything. I can give an example of that. Okay. What color was the uh, was it Larry's or McCormick's garlic salt? Like the label? No, the actual garlic salt. Gray. Those two argued about it. He thought, <laughs> what did you say it was, white? Yeah. And she said it was tan. Yeah. And she called me. She called Cheryl. Oh yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I mean. Something like that. She called everybody, you know. But if she finds out she's wrong, you know, she's not. She's not going to admit it. So, but I did mean, she call the radio station on you? Oh yeah, I, I was going to bring that up. We Imagine listening. if you had Google around. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> that would have changed a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I probably wouldn't have. Not I think. No, about probably it. not. She would have Googled an yeah, excuse for yeah, it. Found one article. She would have. <laughs> Yeah, but one time that we were landing in bed listening to the radio, you know, the song came on. And I said something, oh, that's, uh, you know, I forgot what song it was. I, I told her, you know, what I thought it was, who it was. She no, it's not. <laughs> okay. She said it was, you know, she, she told me who it was. I said, no, I was pretty sure I was right, you know. So she, so I don't know, she gets up and goes out after him. I thought pretty soon she comes back in. We're listening to the radio. She said, you got to pay attention the radio. <laughs> to what? Yeah, I was okay. <laughs> So pretty soon now, uh, this radio, she called it radio station. <laughs> called it disc jockey. He said, well, I got to settle a little disagreement in the Miller household or something. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want, they had a disagreement about that song, who was, who was uh, you know. The, who sang it? Yeah, who sang it. Uh, she was right that time. She, so, she, she was right. So. Oh, yeah, otherwise it well, wouldn't yeah, have been on the she, radio. Yeah. If she oh, yeah, wasn't yeah. right, it would have never went through. Yeah, well, I would, you know, if she would have been wrong, no, I would have, she had never said nothing. No. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, I know. I thought. That's man, gold. That just, 
it shows you what she used to do, you know, if, you, if you wanted to prove something. <laughs> uh-huh. she, That's, yeah. She called, She comes out here and gets on the phone. She's calling the radio station. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. You know. I have no idea what she was doing. She comes back in and gets in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Hilarious. Oh, she was, oh, God. I remember, I don't know if she told Dad or not. I'm sure she did. I had one out. Yeah, we can pause, whatever. And um, we went to, it was me and Becky and Jennifer, and we went to the Avenue Free Fair. Okay. And we had Red Dog and Squirt, no, Mad Dog and Squirt. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> and I probably drank a whole bottle myself. <clears throat> of Squirt or Mad Dog? Uh-huh. Mad Dog 2020. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, then... I thought I would be smart, and I got some onion rings. Oh. Yeah, not good. And I came home late, and I was drunk. And I went in my room, and I locked the door, because she was waiting for me. (laughs) (sighs) To ask you how the fair was? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) So I had a little brown plastic trash can in my room. It looked just like a trash can. It had a little top on it and everything. And I filled that at least halfway up before she got down there. Holy moly. Yeah. And I heard her coming down the steps. I'm like, oh, my God. And she'd get a toothpick so she could get in my room. Yep, unlock it. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm in bed, and I got my head covered up, and it was a waterbed, and so it was slushing, and I was already getting ready to throw up again. (laughs) And she whips the covers off me. You're high. (laughs) I said, oh, Mom, I'm drunk. (laughs) Oh, she was mad. I'm telling your father, and you're getting And she threw my covers back on me. Get some sleep. <laughs> well, by the time she got down there at six something in the morning, I had filled that trash can out. Jeez. I was scared to come upstairs. And she made me get out of bed. She banged on that door, made me get up out of bed. Come in here and sit down. I sat down. Sit down, little girl, is what she told me. And so she's sitting <laughs> over there, and I'm sitting over there. And she proceeds to go off about, you know, me drinking and whatever. And, <laughs> and, I, and I'm on the couch. You know what I'm like? And I got up. I'm not done talking to you yet. I said, Mom, I got through. <laughs> so I go in there and I get sick again. I come back out. She made me stay up all day and help her clean the house. Help her. She made me go out and do mow the yard for you or something. She made me do everything. Ellen the Hassan. <laughs> the last thing you need. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She made me do And I was so sick that whole day. And she's like, I bet you won't do that again. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, well, not this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Did she tell you that? No. Oh, my God. She told me that. She, that's, that's a new one. I never oh. heard that before. She probably, I don't know, maybe she was. She probably figured she handled I don't know, but man. Yeah, she probably figured she handled it. <laughs> yeah. Well, she told me she was going to tell Dad. No reason to stress him. Yeah, and I was waiting for her to tell him because I was waiting for him to come down and tell me how disappointed he was in me, you know. <laughs> And, uh, oh, man, I, I never drank Mad Dog again. No. <laughs> well, I, I got uh, one quick one really quick. Then we can take a pee break if you want. Yeah. Did she ever tell you guys about the time she called me at work when I was working at Evolve? She called you a few times there, did she? No, like she called a product called Supple for Grandpa's <laughs> Joints. Oh, yes, she did, yes. And I yes. see the the 
I got a little bar at the bottom. It tells yep. you where the caller's calling from, shows mm-hmm. their phone number, and then the name that it's registered. Yep. <clears throat> and Miller Roger pops up, and I'm thinking, <laughs> hey, that's my grandpa's name. And I just totally blank out the... the phone the, number. The, yeah, the zip code and the city and the phone number. And I just kind of go into autopilot. I'm like, you know, hello, thank you for calling Supple. My name's Jarrell. Can I get your name, please? Carolyn? <laughs> Hi, Carolyn. How you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I just wanted to know how much this is because my husband's got some joint problems. I'm like, all right, Carolyn, where are you calling from? <laughs> Parrington, Michigan. I'm like, you know, my gr- grandma? <laughs> She's like, Jarrell? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, hold on a second. So I, I put it on pause on last call. I run up and I tell my floor manager, I'm like, my grandma called me on the phone. <laughs> like, so they put it on speaker up at the desk to monitor it. And I'm talking to her. I'm like, what are you doing? And she's like, well, I'm just calling to see if I can get some stuff that might help your grandpa. I'm like, I can go upstairs and get him some, you know. So, you know, we went through that whole rigmarole and <clears throat> there's a call, a sales process you have to go through. So I just, I asked my, my floor manager, I'm like, do I have to try and sell my grandma supple? Right. And she's like, no, no, you can go upstairs and you can get a tub of it to take to your grandpa. Or whatever. I'm like, all right. I'm like, all right. Awesome. So I got back on the phone. I was like, all right, grandma, well, I'm going to get that for you, but I do have to let you go. You know, I'm working, working. So I love, I love your whatever. She's like, all right, cool. I love you too. <laughs> yeah. If I remember her, yeah, I remember you guys talking about that. What are the odds? Yeah. yeah. What are the odds? Cause they run those infomercials. Yes. And there's usually 80 to 120 people working. Yep. And those those calls just randomly come in. Yep. You know, somebody gets off the phone, another call comes in. Yep. And it was... And they're from all over the country because their oh, infomercials yeah. are going 24-7. <laughs> yeah. you know, I remember those the call centers. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you used to work there, didn't you? Yep. But it was... They changed the name with Brandy. I can't remember what it was called then, but yeah. Yep. Just for, what, six months even? I don't even know if it was that because that was right before... I think that's after I. That's when after that I went and worked for ETM, and then I went for to corrections. Hmm. Yep. TS. No, I can't remember what it's called. TSI. It wasn't that. I don't. Was it? I think. Well, no, no, because TSI is. They're evolved. If they're still around, they're evolved TSI Teleservices Incorporated. It might have been something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, let's take a quick pee break. Yes. All right, um, so I guess I'll just jump right into this, Mom. <sighs> Sentimentally, my first memory. I don't know if I've ever told you about this. I'm I'm sure I have. I have a picture of my first memory that I took. Okay. Mm-hmm. You'll probably remember it. And I would like an age. I feel like I was two, between two and three. Okay. <clears throat> when I tell people this, they're like, dude, no. <laughs> I'm like, D- dude? Or madam? Yes. <laughs> and it's crazy because I enjoy photography. And it's kind of ironic because now I don't take a lot of pictures. I, I'm more in, in the moment. And I'm always wishing I would have taken pictures. That's how I am now. Yep. Sometimes if I, you know, when we're up north, 
in the UP or something, I'm like, oh, you know, I'll take a picture of the sunset, this waterfall, the kids, and whatever. But most of the time, I'm going away from an event or a scenario saying, I wish I'd have gotten pictures or video. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, you were going to school for photography, weren't you? I was going to, yes. Okay. Because I, I remember... a few lessons, yeah. Remember, you you had several books. Mm-hmm. Um... Now, I bring that up because I remember this is my very first memory as far back as I can, I've thought and that what stuck with me. <clears throat> I remember it was in the fall. There were pumpkins. Yep. And there was an old picnic table where one of the legs had broken. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. So it was like kind of at an angle. But you could set it, you could pick the side that was on the ground up and swivel the leg back in. And I I guess what my first memory would be was you telling me, be careful, because you set me on the table with some pumpkins, mm-hmm. and you got some pictures of me. Well, then I got a couple other glimpses where we're like running around the house, whatever, ran under the old porch. And then we were in the front yard, kind of where the flagpole is now. And you gave me your camera. And I don't know exactly if we were playing tag or what, but I remember I was running away from you. And you were like, get back here. (laughs) And you chased me for a minute. Just kind of like you do with a toddler, obviously, you can catch them. (laughs) But you make them think like they're fast or whatever. (laughs) And then I remember... I was running, and I had your camera, and you were like, you weren't chasing me anymore, and I turned around, and you were like, you had kind of like your hands on your knees, and you were like, come here, (laughs) come on, just kind of coaxing me in, and I don't know if it's because I had seen you looking through the viewfinder or what, but I remember trying to look through it, and I kind of, I kind of saw you... And I don't remember taking a picture, but I'm just assuming the way I had my hands on it. But I could kind of see you, and then when I got back to you, you know, you took your camera back, whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> but you were wearing white bibs. It was my first picture, my first memory, and the picture is extremely blurry. But you're almost perfectly in the frame, <laughs> and I remember that. Now that... I. There's a few weeks in between before I think I have my next one that I can kind of remember. But do you remember that? Yeah. Okay. So I remember all of the pumpkins because I put you by pumpkins and there was a bunch of leaves and up there. Yeah, I remember. And like up my head, I was thinking he's going to break my camera. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to break my camera. (laughs) Because I remember we were back by the mulberry tree. Mm Mm-hmm. And then I I vaguely remember running around a little bit up here because I was getting kind of restless or whatever. And you said something about bees. And I think that's because that pear tree, <laughs> that pear tree pear was trees horrible. were still out here. Yes. Yeah. But I remember you saying something about bees and then being like, like, like it was nuclear, like radioactive yeah. material. I was like, I'm not going over there at all, mm-hmm. you know, because I hated bees. Yeah, so. yeah, I remember the bees, and I I remember screaming, well, not screaming, but telling you, no, you know, not to go over there, because they were horrible <laughs> yeah. with those pears. They were terrible. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Now, now, 
With that being said, <clears throat> I stand firm, Greg and Brandon, everybody else is going to hate me, but I stand firm when I say I was probably the best kid ever. <laughs> I, know, I, I mean it. My feet are planted. <laughs> well, you are the best kid ever, and so is Gregory, and so is Brandon. No, no. no I'm talking well-mannered. <laughs> I listened. Um, no. I didn't backtalk. Oh, wait a minute. Let no. me let me, ref- <laughs> no, let me, let me, let me reflect. <laughs> and I was always dressed to the nines. You were always dressed good. <laughs> Most of the time. Classy. <laughs> Sophisticated. So, there was a time when you were barely bigger than the diapers packages. and But you were walking. Okay. And I worked at Meyer, And they always begged me to bring you in. They always wanted me to bring you in. They wanted to see you. And so I took you in, and I had to get diapers, so I had got two of the big packs, and they had the handles on the top at the time, and they were in plastic bags, (laughs) and you wanted to carry them. (laughs) And like I said, you weren't any bigger than they were, (laughs) and I told you, no, I was going to carry them because you had to walk. You would not get in the car. And um, (laughs) so I got the two things, and you grabbed them. And you're dragging them through the store. And I'm trying to get them from you. And you're screaming. Every time I touched one, you threw a temper tantrum. Yeah. And they laughed. They thought it was the funniest thing. So I always heard, hey, bring bring Jarrell to me. This is Michelle. Bring Jarrell to me because I'm feeling like I want to have a kid. And I know if I have Jarrell around for a while, I won't. <laughs> That's and you, But I'm going to double down on, on why that makes me the best kid ever. <laughs> I wasn't going to let you carry my diapers. Oh, yeah. Okay. For one, not happening. Okay. I can walk. I'll get my diapers. Yeah, that's basically was your attitude then, too. And for two, yeah, she's not going to want a kid because she's going to realize how quick they grow up and they're only your kid for a little while before they become independent. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, wow, I thought I had like 10 years, 15 years of a dependent and now he's going to be changing himself, putting his shoes on, waking me up to take him to school, just whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I get it, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah. You, you were very good. You were very smart, that's for sure. God, you were smart. And sister would, she'd be like, do you know what this kid did today? And i said, what? She said, he asked if he could go down to play with the neighbors. And I told him that they're in school until 3 o'clock. And they don't get home. And she said, you said, okay, you know, whatever. And she said, you know, you was doing your thing. And then you looked up and you said, grab a sister. It's three o'clock. Can I go down and play now? <laughs> and she's like, how do you know it's three o'clock? You said, because the one hand's on the three and the other hand's on the 12. <laughs> you know, and you were little, obviously. And uh, she was like, oh, my God, that kid is too smart. <laughs> she said, and then off you'd go. Go play with the kids. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. So you were pretty perfect. I mean, you know, I have my flaws now, but you know, at the time, I, mean, I remember there was one day Mike was supposed to babysit me. Grandma went somewhere. Grandpa was at work, and Mike had, he was tired. I'm assuming he was working or partying, and he's like, "Hey, you just you sit right here and don't move." I was like, "Okay." <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm playing, and like two li- two hours later, he wakes up from his nap and he's. <laughs> Looking around, and I'm sitting right where he told me to sit, and he's like, did, did, did you move at all? Like, did, you've been here the whole time? I'm like, yeah. 
<laughs> he's like, oh man, you're just guy. You're you're too good. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not surprised that he fell asleep. No. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, I got two, well two other ones. I got jotted down for you. <clears throat> we'll go this route first. When you went down to see Greg in Basics. Because huh. he was he had meningitis or whatever they, th- they thought he, spinal they yeah. thought he had spinal meningitis yeah so you and Grandpa and John and Jeff and Jeff rode down to Oklahoma mm-hmm. right I don't know if we drove drove um, John was driving about a hundred miles an hour yeah, we pretty like, much flew yeah more like flying oh well I mean tomatoes know. tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, you know, we, we, we didn't, didn't know, know if, what was going on. Yeah, we right? didn't know we if he was going to be there. Yeah. That was a scary time. I mean, you know, we didn't know what to expect. Yeah. He couldn't tell us anything at that time, that point. No. Except his fever was 105 and he was convulsing. Yeah. Yeah, seizing. Yeah, I mean, um, scary. Where about was it when Grandpa started having heart issues? Anxiety issues. No, I no. guess they are now. But no, no. <laughs> well, I we thought we yeah he was it was. <coughs> I'm telling Jesus. you what that. It was all the whole ride back. Yeah, at least, and I don't know if it had started in the hotel room I, or not. I think he it didn't. was it because I remember eating. Uh, use our breakfast or something with John and Jeff. I don't remember where you were at, Shelley. But I was getting ready. I think I was. In I the know shower. that I was thinking, man, it's, something's wrong. You know, but I mean, it kind of started there. I think you know. Yeah, because it was almost the whole, I mean, we wanted, I, every state we were, were like, I said, Dad, we got to stop. I know, I'm going to wait till we get home. I want to get home. And I'm like, Dad, we're going to stop. You're having a heart attack. You need to. And he would not <laughs> let us pull over and stop, which we could have, we should have. But he, you know, looking back on it, we should have. <laughs> but he wanted to get home, you know. Oh, and I was, He man, was not comfortable. You, that was a hard, long ride, man. Yeah. That hurt. So Same what was it? Was couldn't it? hardly breathe, and I mean, I was—I don't know. I mean, like, didn't Grandma made you go to the doctor? Like, no, no, I soon, did. Yeah, Shelly did. Oh, okay. Because when yeah. we got to my back to the apartment, John took the stuff upstairs, and Dad's getting in his car, and I'm I, right behind him. You know, he said, "What are you doing?" I said, "I'm taking you to the hospital." No, you did. Say, you haven't had any sleep. I said, "Neither of you." <laughs> I said, "Get in the car. I'm taking you to the hospital. That way, I know he's going, not going home." Yep. To tell Carolyn and then have Carolyn freak out and take him, you or know. call the ambulance. Yeah. Because she would have. Yeah. So, you know, I took him and I called her and I'm like, don't freak out, Mom. I said, you got to be calm when I tell you this. I said, don't freak out. I said, Dad's having some issues. We don't know if it's his heart or what it is. I said, but don't freak out. I'm having Billy come get me right now. <laughs> I'm like, Okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know what? I remember I had to go to the bathroom so bad, and we got into the hospital, and I said, Jesus, i got to use the restroom. Mm. So I went down to the restroom, and I opened the door to come out, and, man, there was like six or seven people yep. there, doctors and nurses, and they had a table there for me, threw me right on the table, and threw me right on the table. Oh, my God. What's going on? Hooked the EKG on him right away. Yeah. And <laughs> so what, what was the, I guess, what was the uh, conclusion? They didn't really give you one. I did guess they? I don't know. I just only figured out it was just it just must have been anxiety. You know, yep. it was just 
taking over my body like yeah his uh, adrenaline finally dropped you know dumped whatever and you know because the whole way there like said we didn't know if gregory was gonna be around or not you know and um (sighs) you know seeing him the first time in the hospital man he was barely yeah when we first got there yeah he barely i mean would open his eye and roll back you know and it took him well, took him at least that that night and the next day he still wasn't very good but you know they and it was strep throat of all things i didn't wow. know strep throat could do that to you you oh, know but oh, yeah strep will get you yeah and he's like why didn't you tell the you know <laughs> your sergeant or something and he said he never had a sore throat he had no symptoms of strep throat yeah it gets in your blood strep will get in your blood yeah, Wait, hold just, on. <clears throat> so, on record, we can say that Greg was medically discharged. And it wasn't of... for that. No. He okay. went back afterwards. <laughs> I was going to say strep throat drummed him out? <laughs> no, no. He had went back afterwards, and he was doing good. And um, they were running, you know, whatever. They did their mile or my whatever run. Mm-hmm. And um, he... His bones weren't fully fused in the his heels because he still he grew two inches after he got out of there mm-hmm. and um when he was running he heard it pop but he didn't tell nobody and his sergeant was watching him and he's like every time you come out you're getting slower and slower he said you're wobbling you're hurting what's going on and so gregory had to tell him so they took him to you know got x-rays and stuff and seeing that they still were not fused and they said, you know, we can't take the risk of you hurting yourself here. So we have to let you go until it gets better. So you can re-enlist with no issues or whatever. But he never finished basics because of that. So right. Take some amoxicillin and get back to us. Yeah. But, yep, no, and they just discharged him because of that. Hmm. Yep. Yep. No, I was hoping. I took uh, a Kia with him to, see, to pick him up at the airport. Did yeah. you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Keo was pretty excited about that. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I thought maybe we'd get a burn on Greg on record that, you know, strep throat got him. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> little, little scratchy throat and he couldn't do it. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then the last thing I have here written down, I ask just about everybody the first time we record... I mean, I have a series of stuff, but this is one of the ones that people uh, people enjoy. And I've got a, a specific story in mind. Oh, no. I'm wondering if you'll bring it up, but uh, do you have any alien encounters, ghost stories, or any unexplained occurrences? Myself? Yes, that you've witnessed. Being here, I've seen the lights go on and off after Amber passed. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few things that happened after Amber passed. Yeah. Grandma used to get phone calls from her number. Yep. After it was disconnected, her phone would ring and it would show Amber because mm-hmm. she had her in her contacts, obviously. Yep. And you'd pick it up and it'd just be not a static line, but just a dead line. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes I would, because she'd have it over here charged and she had one of the taller penny things. Yep. She'd have it on there and then it just became a normal thing and I would pick it up. I'd be like, it's Amber again, and then I'd open it, and then once in a while you could kind of hear something almost muffled, but then it'd go right back to just silence, <laughs> you know? And that went on for a, a little while. Yeah. 
Um, I've had many things, you know, multiple things that I mean, but that I can't really, right now I can't remember, of course. What's one that I know? I know I can't think of it right now. Give, give me a second. I mean, lights? The lights were one, yeah. Um, okay. I mean, I've had like, you know, where, I mean, not like I've seen shit. When I, at, at Fowler, where I worked at, I had that. Was that's not what you were thinking? Well, yeah, no. No, no, that's not what I have, John. No. I actually have another one that uh, just came to mind. It might actually spark your your memory a little bit, get you thinking of some encounters, whether they were here or wherever. But uh, go ahead and tell me about what happened in Fowler. So when I got there, when I first, you know, went over there and met everybody or whatever, you know, working with them, I'm like, there's that was not there just a second ago. Did you do that? No. I'm like, okay, well, that's weird. Like, when is this? It, this was when I first went over to Fowler. When, Dollar General? From or? Dollar General, okay. yep. And <laughs> Michaela said something about the ghost in the store, and I'm like, okay, whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, then Jackie, who <laughs> worked there at the time, and not Robin's Jackie, but Jackie Kemp, she worked there. And she's like, yeah, there's a ghost in here. She said, there's a guy and a girl. And she said the guy has a top hat, and um, she said he's not very nice, and she said the little girl's in here, and blah, blah, blah. You know. You're kidding me. Weird little things would happen. I would, like, when I go in at 6 o'clock by myself, I'd hear the freezer doors opening and shutting. <laughs> but obviously it was just me. I would like see the, shadows. Like the cooler freezer? Or yes, you got like a big the big coolers, the, the big coolers and stuff, like that we stock. In the back? No, or, on, oh, on the oh, floor. Okay, okay, okay. And then me and Joan were stocking um, the the fresh coolers, mm-hmm. and she had to go up and wait on a customer, and there was nobody in the aisle but me. And I'm up on a ladder, and I'm rotating the milk, and I hear Shelly. I look around, there's nobody in the aisle, and I'm like, it's weird. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I thought she called me up to the register. Mm-hmm. So I turn around, I go up there, I said, did you call me? She said, no. I said, oh. Okay. I go back and I heard it again and it was a male voice and I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then no and I were working and it was six o'clock in the morning and I'm standing at the end of an aisle and he's in the aisle and he was petrified of the ghosts that we would talk about because he, you know, he was petrified of them. <laughs> so I'm standing there and he's looking at me and I'm looking this way down the aisle Sure as day, that guy's standing there. He had a hat on. You and he saw had like, him or Noah saw oh, him? Oh, I saw it. Okay. And it was just a black shadow. Was all, but I saw every single silhouette, everything. But he had the hat on. He had a jacket on like Tombstone. And he was just standing there by a register's kind of. And I'm so I'm standing there and, and Noah seen me look. And he he's like, what? Because I... <laughs> Because as what, I'm, what is it? As I'm talking to him, I'm not looking because I'm looking at this shadow. And then as soon as Noah said what, and my eyes turned to look at Noah, it's gone. So I'm sitting there staring, waiting for it to come back. I would see it go around, it peek around corners, and I could see like the hat and the head, and that would be all I could see before this. <laughs> wow. And then Joan would be like, she's like Shelley. 
he just asked me where you were. And she said he had a very raspy voice. I said, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, he'd, he'd say, where's Shelly? Well, this went on for a long time, years. And when we had a new girl come in, Jordan, knew nothing about it. We didn't tell anybody about any of the experiences anybody's had. Did any customers? Yeah, yeah. customers of Feldham. But we would have, and we never told anybody, the new people that came into work. Jordan was there maybe a week. And she's like, Shelly, you're going to think I'm crazy. I said, what? She said, you know how you get chills all the time when you're in your office? I said, yeah, because I would just get chills from my toes all the way up to my head. And she's, I said, yeah. She goes, okay, so tell me if I'm crazy. She said, but. Okay. <laughs> she said, there's a guy that's here. She said, I kind of like a medium telepath, something. And she said, there's a guy and a girl here. The guy's not nice, and he's attached to you. The girl is scared of him, and she won't leave because of him, because he was bad. And and if he won't let her, I can't remember, but she said he, and she described him exactly like I saw him. She described the girl just like Joan saw. And she said he sat in my office in the corner. And the girl would never come in my office because he was always in my office. And she said, he's attached to you, and she's attached to Joan. Nobody told her nothing, and then she got everything that we've been going through. Jeez. Holy cow. <laughs> yeah, and so when I left to go to Ovid, I told him, I said, you are not allowed to follow me. <laughs> yeah. Did you burn Sage? <laughs> Should have salted him in the office so he couldn't leave. <laughs> I um, did not, but I told him he was not welcome to follow me. And, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. Because, I mean, we've had stuff in the house. You know, we. Oh, yeah. John's had to kick him out. John will get the Bible and tell him get out or whatever. And Brandon and Gregory's seen Grandma Keck here. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, they've seen a guy peeking around the corner in the apartments. And, you know, yeah. we have that kind of stuff a lot. And I had that dream about mom. So I think. You know, I, it, I wasn't a ghost, but I had a dream about her that, you know, I told you about it. That All I saw was this white light ebbing from the bottom and going up, and then all the rainbow colors coming up. And then here she comes with the most big, beautiful smile I've ever seen on her face. In those black pants that were with white checks, in her little black shirt, mm -hmm. her short hair. She never said a word, but she was kind of dancing as she came out, you know, and then she never said a word, but all of a sudden I just heard her say, which her mouth never moved, I'm going to go run now. She couldn't run for years. No, mm -hmm. she loved to dance. She loved, she danced with the door. Oh, yeah. You know, she'd be downstairs just go, do you remember, <laughs> this, this has nothing to do with mom, but do you remember Brandon with these when he was younger? Mm. Wearing these downstairs all the time? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And he liked... Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Yep. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. Dad said he'd be down there going, Jeremiah was <laughs> Yeah, I do. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. so funny. <laughs> but yeah, there's, I don't know what specific one you're talking about. You'll have to refresh my memory. I've got a couple uh, that just, that can't, well, I got one written down, one that came to mind. But um, do you got any alien experiences before we... Dive too deep the in the lights ghost. that me and John saw over the apartment or know, over there on State Road? I'm asking. I don't know. Well, we were, I don't know, it was you know, later at night and we were laying in bed and looked out the window and we seen this light. Is that? And that thing, it, 
I don't even know how to explain what it did and what it, it, it was nothing I've ever seen before. Nothing was the weirdest thing of him and I've ever seen. If you ask him about it, he'll tell you. He said, I know what we saw. Aliens. We saw an unidentified object of some kind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't actually see an alien at that time, but I it was it was over this way because we lived on State Road and it was up in the air over you know this way somewhere. But it, what it was doing or how it was moving and it was the weirdest thing we've ever seen. Hmm. Actually, State Road. Uh, I'll I'll jot it down. But do you remember when? Uh, I was, the power went out. You guys were living over on the lake, I believe. And it was like a bad, I remember it, it wasn't snow. Oh, all I the water, the flood? I don't think, no, 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 it was uh, freezing rain. Oh. Like, there was no power here, there was no power anywhere. Like, all the lines were sagging, mm-hmm. branches everywhere. Uh, and anyway, you guys came to stay here for a couple nights. Mm-hmm. And at that time, my room was downstairs, and uh, I can't remember if Greg and Brandon were sleeping up here with Grandma, and Grandpa, or what. But I was downstairs, and uh, I was in bed, and you guys were out in the living room downstairs, kind of in that corner. Uh, you know, you had some mats, sleeping bag, whatever. You guys were out there sleeping, and it must have been. I'm going to guess 3 o'clock in the morning because I like I woke up and I was wide awake, like wide awake. And I, I'm looking out my door for whatever reason and it was there was enough snow and everything where it was one of those moonlit nights that it was like yeah. my son might as well be out out here. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I see this dude walk like he was already in my doorway, but like the second I woke up and looked at him. He started walking out towards you guys. And he was just like you would just describe, trench coat, top hat. And I remember I came out, like, after probably five minutes, I was just like, I was scared. Scared. And then I was like, uh, Mom and John are out there. (laughs) So I ran out there, and you guys were sleeping. And there was, like, a candle or something. Like, or maybe there was, like, a, there was some sort of, like, low light. And John was sleeping up against the wall. And so I shook you awake. I was like, hey, hey. You were like, you, like what? I was like, I just saw this guy with the top hat. And you were like, oh, yeah, that was probably that was probably your great grandpa. Yep. And then you went right back to sleep. Like, I didn't even wake you up. Like, you woke up just to answer me. And I've wondered. I've brought that up a few times. I think I told the story on the podcast. One, I've wondered if you remembered, but I also wondered if... He walked out, because I've had some weird things happen here where I've kind of had, like, where I've astral projected <clears throat> and um, gone back, like, come upstairs, gone back into my room, and then I see myself mm-hmm. on the bed, and then, you know, you have that feeling like you're falling. Right. And then I wake up, and it's like, there's no way. Like, I remember going up the stairs, down the stairs, all the things. Mm-hmm. So I wondered if maybe he didn't borrow your body just long enough to give, I guess it'd be uh, propaganda now, the way you look at it, you know, if a story's propaganda or not, it'd be like, no, that's just your grandpa. Like, don't worry about him. 
Yeah. And then, but I wondered if you remembered that. I did not remember that. Because it was literally, I shook you awake, and you were like, like you were already awake. You were just like, what? <laughs> and I explained what I saw, and you were like, oh yeah, it was probably just your great grandpa. <clears throat> and then yeah. went right back to sleep. And it, uh, and it probably was, because John saw him. That's yeah. that's what else I have written down here, if you want to tell that story. Yeah, he was sitting on a, the couch over here on this side. He was sleeping, wasn't sleeping. he? Sleeping. <clears throat> and I was sleeping over there, and... I think he asked mom first about it. He did. He asked mom first because he, he said he woke up and he asked mom, he said, um, who died in here? And mom looked, kind of looked at him because I didn't tell him because he's kind of a wuss. He's kind of scary. <laughs> and um, <laughs> Shout <laughs> just out. kidding, John. Shout out. <laughs> and um, he, uh, he says somebody whose name starts with a W died in this room. And mom said, well, that would be Roger's dad, Wayne. And he said, he said, I, I, he had a hat, he wore a hat. And he said, he sat on the couch and talked to John. He said, he talked to me like we were having a conversation. He said, basically, it was to treat me right. And you? Mm-hmm. Yep. And so then, he told John to treat you right. He said, you know, he said they they had a nice conversation and basically grandpa's whole me reason for the conversation he believes was to say you're okay as long as you treat her right, you know. And um that's what he told mom. He's like, you know, he said I, he said as me and you were looking at each other, that's what he was doing. I was sitting right there on the couch with him. Yeah. And he knew that he died in that room and that's where grandpa died. So that's Probably something that he had told John, like, hey, mm -hmm. <clears throat> I'm here because, yep. you know, wow. Yeah, because they had that bed there, and the nurse came in, and it was funny. Do you remember what he had for breakfast all the time? Whiskey. Toast, a half a grapefruit, and coffee. Oh, yeah. And that's what he wanted. And then he got, like, incoherent for, what, so many days. Mm -hmm. And then I think the day he passed, or the day before, he told Mom... Yeah, Carolyn, I think I'll have some toast and coffee and grapefruit today. And I don't think he had talked for two, three days. And then the nurse had came in, you know, whatever, a couple days later, whatever. And she's like, oh, I don't think he's got more than 24 hours. Mom told me to go get Mike and Matt some clothes for the funeral and go tell Cheryl because she was working in Lansing. She left to go get Aunt Bonnie. Her, his girlfriend at the time was in here, and she, she told her, she told mom as soon as she turned out of the driveway, Grandpa died. <laughs> so wow. oh, he didn't want to die in front of her, and Grandma did the same thing to her, his his mother, because she took care of her in at their old house, grandpa's, obviously. Grandpa's mom. Yep, and um, she was there all the time, and Grandma Keck was always here with us, and she, Grandma Miller, told mom, Carolyn, go home and get some rest and see your kids. And, you know, mom's like, well, Lucille, I'm okay. You know, I'm fine. I'm going to stay here with you, you know. And she said that grandma it pretty much told her, no, go see your kids. You know, whatever. I'm okay for a little while. Go see your kids. They said as soon as she got out of the driveway, grandma passed. She didn't want mom to see her. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't want to forget about uh, John. I... There was one detail, one thing that just popped in my head 
there was a detail when he was telling me the story. He had said, he had told Grandpa Wayne, nobody's going to believe me. Yeah, he did tell him that. <laughs> and Wayne said, well, they should. <laughs> and he said, I don't even know if I'll believe me or something like that. <laughs> and then Wayne told him something about you or to ask you something that Grandma didn't know about or Grandpa didn't know about. And I was going to ask if you remembered what it was. Because I don't remember what it was. I bet John does. <laughs> yeah, I, I guarantee he does because I remember he told me, like, you were kind of like, what? Mm-hmm. And he told you whatever detail it was, and you just, like, went pale-faced. Yeah. He was like, yeah. I'm she sure went, I did. She went pale-faced and was like, how do you know that? <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and I don't have any doubt that Grandpa talked to him. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, yeah, that's crazy. I just, uh, that was one that popped up. But did you, I mean, have you seen anything, like, in the woods, like Bigfoot? Uh, <laughs> no, I've never seen Bigfoot. Okay, so no, 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 you know, no one explains like that. Nothing like that that I can think of. Not in the woods, no. Now, before Grandma Keck died, because she died in Mom's room. Yeah, Grandma's room. Do you remember, like a week before she died, she kept saying she was talking to Eddie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now Eddie was her son. Yep. Grandma's brother, who, I mean, he just died in his yard. Yep. He like, had, suddenly. Um, well, he had cancer. Yeah, cancer. And then they did some kind of procedure. And then when, the day he got home, the day after he got home, he went out in the yard and he passed, he died. Yep. So, I was just kind of thinking of that, because it seems like in this house, and I'm not trying to scare people from this house. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but it, it seems like, I don't know if it's, because... Thinking about it now, when we were talking last time, Grandpa, about with Brickell about your well water. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty mineral rich. Yeah. But I mean, you're on a wetland, basically. You know, the river's maybe half miles of crow flies south of you. Mm-hmm. But right out here off your porch, that holds water. You got a swamp there. Oh yeah. The woods usually has water, and you don't have to go very far, you know, east or west or south, and you're, there's water. You start going north, and you're getting away from the water, right? Yeah. But I feel like you're nestled in an area. Now, now they say that water, for whatever reason, is somehow tied to spiritual activity. Yep. I'm not mm-hmm. saying ghosts. I'm not saying poltergeists, but yes. viewing. It's a con- uh-huh. con- connective thing or something. <laughs> like, a yeah. con- like a conductor yeah, of some sort. Yeah, conductor, yeah. Uh-huh. And I've often wondered, because this is one of the many things I'm fascinated with and think about a lot, that makes me weird to some people, but... <clears throat> like, th- how did they build the pyramids? That's one of the things. How did they build, like, the Sphinx? And, and, and how did a lot, a lot of these big stone slabs get moved and i feel it's got something to do with the earth's magnetic field or something the earth is putting off if you start looking about of maps where a lot of the pyramids are they're on a certain line or they're on certain magnetic anomalies on the earth like i don't know how people that built them found them i don't know if those are causing the anomalies (laughs) but the fact remains that they are there 
And it, it makes me wonder if maybe between the Earth's magnetic field and then the water that you have, if it's not like a capacitor. Because I'm sure the water table down here is pretty vast. I'm sure there's a nice aquifer under you because you're not far from the river. Right. <clears throat> i got to figure out what's going on with these lungs. But you're not far from the river. So I'm sure there's a nice water table, and I'm wondering if maybe being on top of that water table, if it isn't a barrier for exit, or maybe if it's an amplifier of... Because I've had numerous... Like I said, I've astral projected here. I've seen stuff here. I've had dreams where I'm talking to, to people that have deceased here, <clears throat> just across the spectrum, you know. I've had a, a lot of experiences that were honestly borderline psychedelic, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, and I know, I think I've asked you before, and you said you haven't really, you may have had a few weird things, but nothing that you can't explain. Well, I guess that's that thing, so you really, well, I don't know if you can explain it or not, it depends on how you, uh, what your mindset is, you yeah. know, if you just dismiss it. Or... I mean, yeah, you could dismiss about everything, but but so many happens, so many things happens so often. I said you can't just dismiss them without it's got to be something to it. So I it took me a long time to get to that point, but now I'm pretty sure that <laughs> those things happen. And uh, I've had a few things happen to me, you know, <laughs> probably quite a few. But just recently, you know, I've, I've had this happen two or three times. I'm laying in bed, not even moving a muscle, and all of a sudden my bed moves. Mm. And I'm thinking, well, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm the only one here. My bed feels like somebody rolled over on my bed or something. You know, I reach over to the top. What? Grandma. No? Yeah, grandma, I mean, yeah. I thought, oh, Jesus, did I really imagine that or did that really happen? And, I'm, and then you look, I know it did. It happened. I had to. I mean, I know it did. I could feel it. Mm -hmm. So, Is this pre-surgery? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I was <laughs> with the with the bed thing is yeah. Is, I mean, that's one sister thing, always said that too. She said, oh, yeah. like after Steve passed, the bottom of the bed, she could see it in depth, just like somebody was sitting in it. Oh, yeah. And then when Steve was still alive, but like when Moan was getting in trouble a lot, <laughs> she said like John's dad, John, would come to her. And tell her take care of my boy. Oh yeah. And but she said she could feel him sit down on the bed, and she, mm. and and he would be sitting there looking at her and say something about take care of his boy, mm. and then he would leave. But she said Steve, she could see the indentation on the bed. Yeah. So, you know, but yeah. but nobody's there. Yeah. <laughs> see the bed thing I've actually experienced. I've heard a lot, but uh, that seems to be one that's pretty broad. Like a lot of people will explain you know i i don't i don't believe in ghosts i haven't really had any weird encounters but once in a while you know it'll feel like somebody sits down next to me mm -hmm. you know and that so that is i guess a, a pretty common one but you know thinking about it everybody loses loved ones mm -hmm. so or you might lose somebody that you lost touch with that you loved 20 30 years ago and don't even know they're gone you know and I, that'd be something easy to write off Mm -hmm. is you know and maybe you don't know why or if they you know they're coming to see you if they are you don't know why mm -hmm. but uh what else you got 
<laughs> like I know you said that's recent. You had any any other ones that kind of jump out at you? Well, after Carolyn died, <laughs> I remember I was outside. I think Carolyn Clint was here, and it was raining and it was dark. And uh, all of a sudden, I was looking up in the sky. Everything was dark, but then it was, it was all of a sudden there was a big, there was a open, like a sky opened up and it was a little open, just blue, pretty blue color. Then it was like a white cloud just formed, like a perfect angel. I like, I just, I didn't say anything. I was just stunned. I mean, I was like, what is that? You know? And I just slowly kind of faded away. But I mean, right. and, and out of the dark skies opened up in a little blue sky, and then, was, then a white angel appears. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, oh, you know what? It's got to be Carolyn just saying she's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I had a thing, I don't know if I told you, at work after mom passed, it was super sunny out, and but to the west of us, it was dark, just dark. <laughs> so it almost looked tornado weather, yeah. greenish color, you know, whatever. <laughs> but to the east of us, it was super bright, but it was pouring rain. So I go out there, and um, I'm like, I know there's a rainbow, because whenever it rains like that, I see a rainbow, and I know it's mom. No rainbow. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, come on. I'm like, okay. I said, Mom, come on. I know you're around. I go back in. I said, all right, I'm going to go check and see if Mom's out there. And they're laughing because I told them about the rainbow thing, you know. Literally, two minutes after I walked out there and there was no rainbow, I go back in the, you know, I went in the store and come back out. The biggest rainbow I've ever seen. <laughs> From one end of the, to, oh, yeah. you could see the whole arch. Uh-huh. And I said, hey, come here, Sam, come here, look at this. And she's like, oh, my God, you just said your mom. I said, I told you she's here. <laughs> Wouldn't yeah. it have been something if they couldn't see it? <laughs> yeah, that would have. I, when, yeah, that would have really blown you my know. mind, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> They're like, where? You <laughs> yeah. are crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I am a little bit probably. But yeah. <laughs> That's from my kids. <laughs> Not me, though. <laughs> no, you were perfect. From Greg and Brandon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, there's been some... Uh, you did give me my first grandchild. Yep. And I even <laughs> named her Firstborn. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> but um, I was going to ask you, Grandpa, there's... Uh, first biological. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Akia, I can't remember what African tribe language, but one I think it might be Zuni. I don't remember. One of them, it means Firstborn. So I was like, does it? Cool. That's cool. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> I was going to ask you when uh, Grandma was always kind of sensitive to. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> that's pretty broad. Let me I was be more say, specific. Do you think <laughs> she was always sensitive to kind of like uh, energy? I guess you know, mm-hmm. like with the whole Amber thing. Um, I remember her saying, you know, there's a couple times that Amber had come to her or her mom or, you know, she had talked to your mom or her dad. So do you remember like any stories maybe that she might have told you that we, you know, we didn't get to hear? I mean, I'll give you a second to think about it because I do have to get this off my chest. I don't know why, but I was, I think I was because I was in denial 
because grandma was just doing so good on dialysis, <clears throat> I uh, I wanted to give a, a keyword, you know, like just a random, like just a random word that you don't see very often or don't hear very often or a number. Like I wanted to give her something so that to just to be like, hey, you know, if you, you know, if you're going to come to me from the other side. Validate. This is what I'm looking for, uh-huh. you know, like whatever number, whatever word, whatever color that you don't hardly ever see, you know, hmm. and uh, I never did. And I, I think it was because I was in denial. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I remember I had brought it up once before and it was right after we found out that she was going to do dialysis and she was just and she kind of actually blew it off at that point. And she was like, I can't I can't think of anything. <laughs> and then I never. For whatever reason, I just never uh, pushed it, you know. I mean, I have the same regret about recording, because there were days I probably could have come down and just got an hour out of her, but, you know, I'd call her and she'd be like, oh, you know, I'm not feeling the best, or today's not the best day. So I just kind of went with her authority and was like, I guess we're not recording today, you know. (laughs) And I wish I would have pushed that and the, uh, I guess, like the specific sign, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But do you have anything that uh, that she might have told you that you can remember? Well, like you know what? I wish I did. I can't. I'm sure she probably has, but right now I can't get anything. I just nothing's come to me. One thing I do, I'll just follow up a little bit what you're just talking about, though. But you know, I. Uh, I talk to her every night. You know, I say my little prayers every night. I'm always talking to her like, I always say Carolyn, you know, I thought. And every time I say Carolyn, I say, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> you know, it's got to be something that just sounds so, I don't know. It's got to be something better than that. You know? <laughs> sounds so <laughs> earthly. Yeah, I was like, that's not right. I, got, I always just always called her Carolyn. I, said, I wish I would have had a different name for her all those years, you know. So, Fuzzy. Uh, like a lovely nickname. Yeah, and I never did, and then uh, it, now I just wish I would have had. I would have, you know, because I don't know. Because, like I said, I just every time I say Carolyn, you know, you know, I thought, man, that's not good enough. You gotta be, <laughs> gotta, that's not right. You know, it's got to be something better than that. You know, I really <clears throat> never heard you call her fuzzy. You didn't. I never called her fuzzy. You that did was, not call her fuzzy, did no, you? No. <laughs> that no, was everybody you know, called her fuzzy, but not everybody, not me. <laughs> Yeah, because all of her family calls her fun. Yeah, they yeah. all did, you know. Yeah. Aunt Jerry. Usually, Shirley. If I heard him say, you know, when he would talk to somebody, like, I'll say Richard or something, it would be like the wife. Or, <laughs> you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, once in a while he'd say Carolyn, but a lot of times he'd say my wife or, you know, whatever. And yeah, he never really did say, you know, and I'm I'm like with you, Dad. I'm, I'm the same way. I hear, you know, Greg and... Robin and Jarell and Bree call each other babe and, yeah. you know, whatever. I, I call yeah. John, John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, <clears throat> I call, uh, yeah, when I'm talking to people, I refer to Bree as the wife, <laughs> babe, queen bee. <laughs> Sometimes I call her Bree. Like, if somebody knows her, I you know, I, I yeah. say Bree. And then uh, I had another one. <laughs> But yes, usually either Queen Bee or Babe. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, or the old lady. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lady. Which she doesn't like because she thinks I'm saying old lady. Like yeah. she's aged. It's old. Old yeah, Ellie. Yeah, not like, you know, the good old days. The grand old opera, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Well, those are all good. It's better than ball and chain. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> what the old people used to do back in the day. Yeah. The old ball and chain. Yeah. <laughs> the warden. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, uh, <clears throat> we'll do a we'll do a quick. I don't know how you guys are feeling. It's about eight thirty, so I don't want to keep you up too late, Grandpa, and I don't want you out too late, Mom. But uh, I gotta ask Dad one thing. Yeah, tear it up. Okay, Dad. Hold on, because I just forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, we're talking about the old chain. The, what? the warden. It was something yep. about mom and dad. What the heck was it? I can't, I'm, I'll have to think about it next time. That's how quick I lose it. Oh, I'm the same way. I'm the same way. <laughs> I am the same way. Um, you have a little Biden mama too. I got to get Biden in there somewhere. I got to put. I blame mine on my kids and my hearing. I can't hear nothing. They have to yell at me at work. And of course, I went to the doctor the other day because of my ears, you know, well, before chorus party. But he looked in my ear and he's like, I can't see in that one. <laughs> I can't see in that one either. He said, you got a lot of wax. I said, yeah, that's from my dad. Yep. <laughs> Do you remember telling me, speaking of you and the wax, <laughs> Doc, Mr. Miller was my gym teacher. Oh, yeah. I know him. He was my algebra teacher. And he told me, you know, we were in gym class. We had to climb the ropes. And, you know, we were doing whatever week it was, strength week, whatever, I don't know. And squats and all that stuff, and they'd write down, you know, whatever. And I could climb the rope two, three times, and some of the boys couldn't do it at least once. And we'd be running around, and I would turn. Remember how red I would turn when I was hot? Yeah. And I would sweat. And I, so do you, so we know. Yeah. And... I don't know, I got older and we was doing something and I said something to dad about, you couldn't give me your blonde hair, your green eyes, you have to give me your sweat glands. <laughs> Do you remember what your response was? Uh, no. Gave you something? Sweating's healthy. <laughs> I said, dad, I'm a girl. Your body needs to sweat. Everybody sweats. That was what I got. <laughs> you got to remember though, this is fridge this is the son of a man <laughs> this is the son of a man that uh his dad he was telling me when they got the property out here his dad was driving fence posts with him oh geez grandpa did it all so they spent a day doing that and then he could barely grandpa could barely get out of bed the next day yeah. yeah and the old man was all over the place yeah and he's like my dad was out there like it was nothing and i felt bad because i was just pulling fence and he was driving the poles. <laughs> well, yeah, driving poles, and they had that Bob oh, Wire so on a little thing. You know, when Grandpa is, my Grandpa, yeah. is holding the, you know, he's doing the wire, and Dad's just kind of like, you know. Drinking iced yeah. tea. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, he grew up on a farm. He, had, he knew how to do all that, so I was just letting him do everything. I was trying to help a little bit when I could, but he did almost all the work. And then I remember the next morning, I could hardly get out of bed. <laughs> I'm saying, oh, it didn't bother Dad at all. You know? uh -huh. Just That's when he was day. building the fence for the um, horses. <clears throat> yeah. And how about how old was he? Well, I don't know. I'll, I'll, 
She well, did. when we moved out here, I was in. I was trying to remember when we had all those. We moved out here in 76. Sometime after that, because I know Jim bought a couple of ponies down for us. Red and sugar. Yeah. Oh, uh, Marlene's husband? Yeah. Yeah, the two worst ponies they had. (laughs) Sugar was actually good. Red bucked me and Cheryl off multiple times. Yeah, she didn't want to. You get on there, boy, he wanted you didn't. You want to do nothing he if, he, if he didn't want you to. You go over underneath the trees on the limbs, you know, you yeah. could. Oh, he was one of those. Knock yeah. you off there, yeah. you know. The sweepers. Sugar would bite you if she was eating and you were trying to get her to go back. She'd turn around and nip your legs. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. I'm not going back up to Yeah, the... I'm not going back. <laughs> I'm eating right now. Uh, she was, but Red was the worst one. Red was, yeah. he bucked Cheryl off a few times. <laughs> yeah. Ponies. Ponies. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. I uh, couldn't ride him either. I mean, you know, you. Well, you're a grown man on done. a pony. Well, yeah, but I mean, that was pretty. <laughs> they big. were pretty good. They were kind of. They weren't the real small ponies. They were. Could, they were good size. So yeah. they weren't like mini horse. No <laughs> ponies. Yeah, like midgets or whatever they are. Yeah, Little they're not miniatures. Horses. No. <laughs> yeah, mi- there you go, miniatures. That's what I'm looking for. No, oh, no, they were pretty strong. Trying mm-hmm. to put the old harness on them, you know, man, they didn't want it. Yeah. Put your arm over the top of the head, you know, and try to put that in there. Around your yeah, they, with yeah. their teeth. Yeah, and then if they didn't, and you know, if they wanted to, you could pick your head right up. You got to hold them, they pick you right up off the ground. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, so. Was it you that was telling me? I had a buddy that was telling me, too. And it, he was telling me about his dad had a horse he couldn't saddle without kneeing in the ribs. <laughs> because he'd get his his saddle on or her saddle and he'd start cinching it up and she would just <laughs> take a take a big breath and, and hold her breath so it wouldn't get tight so that when the, you know when he was riding her that saddle would be floppy and, and she could rock him off there and i i don't remember because i feel like i i had heard that before from i'm guessing you I don't know if you guys saddled them or not, but I feel like I remember you or somebody saying something about you had a horse or a pony that would do that, that you had to kind of knee in the ribs to knock the air out of her before you could cinch her up. Yeah. Those horses we had, I mean, like you said, Shelly knew that red. He was stubborn. Quirky. Yeah. 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 He had his own way of doing things. Uh Kind of had to. Sort of like those bulls, you know, you had to beat on them to get a little cooperation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, there was times they were not even good. Yeah. yeah, and if you would, the saddle would be doing that, you know, and, and he knew, and the more it did it, the worse he got, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was yeah. a salt mouse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh, shout out Mike. Mike, he was telling me a story about, uh, same guy that I was just telling you about. He was telling me a story. His dad and a couple of his buddies rode their horses to the bar. <laughs> and their horses knew the way home, you know, because oh, yeah. I guess they did it pretty regular. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they had got pulled over walking the road because they were intoxicated. I guess his dad was, like, hanging off his horse. <laughs> and the, the cop tried to, he was trying to mess with them and be like, you know, you're publicly intoxicated. Like, you know, DUI type stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and his dad was just being quippy, like, dude, I'm on a horse. <laughs> He's like, well, you're intoxicated in public, you know. <laughs> And uh, moral of the story is his dad was just like, dude, she's, I'm not driving. 
<laughs> you know, she she knows how to get home. Dude. Like I'm not I'm not in control here. You know, but yeah, yeah. But uh, well, did you guys have anything else? Anything else you wanted to riff on? Anything that popped up? Let's see. Anything else in your notes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nothing I need to rip on anybody about, no. <laughs> okay. All right. Grandpa? Well, me neither. Um, All right. Well, I, I got a few things I'll uh, rattle through with you guys. These are just usually some, like I was telling you, a lot of people get uh, nervous. So I've just got some basic questions just to kind of loosen them up. Get them, get them to forget the mics are in front of us. Um, so, Grandpa, you were, uh, I don't remember if I've asked you this before or not, but what's some of the best, if not the best, career advice you got? The best career? Advice. Oh, advice. <laughs> wow. I'm assuming it was probably from your dad at some point out there driving fence posts <laughs> while you were drinking tea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would be a good one. Yeah, just drink tea on everybody else's working, I guess. Yeah. Be <laughs> Work smarter, not harder. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know, I think, man, if you can just pick a career or something that you like to do, you know, that would just... That'd make life a lot more fun for, you know, for anybody. So you, instead of working, it's like <laughs> you got a job you can actually do, enjoy doing. So mm-hmm. that would be, which not many people do have those kind of jobs. <laughs> no. But if you, can, if you can do something like that, that'd be great. Okay. Another one for you, Grandpa. Well, actually, Mom, you got any best career advice you've been given? Basically the same as dad, enjoy what you're doing so you don't feel like uh, it's a death sentence every morning. You know, because yeah. that's what it feels like sometimes. Yeah. And, and I do like my job. I just yeah. don't like corporations uh-huh. and the way they operate. But oh, yeah, I, I do love my job. I mean, I don't like, a lot of people are like, you know, they don't like people. Oh, yeah. 90% of the people, and I even say 95% of the people are awesome. You can joke around, play, have fun with them, and you know there's always those few, and it's every everywhere you go, yeah, every job you can't you go get away to. from that. Yeah, but I do love my job. Good. Sir. I like working with people and stuff, so Good. I do like my job. Okay. But I think the best thing is enjoying it. Okay. You want to slide up to that mic a little bit? I keep messing. With you. you can slide the chair up or something. No, that's fine. Like this. Okay. Is keep... that better? Yeah. Okay. Um. Just, I'm just going to riff on that really quick. I'm not going to agree that 95% of people. I'm going to say 90% of people. Okay. Now, I'm going to say... I will say, say maybe in bigger cities, but the smaller cities, it's... That, that's actually what one of my clarifications was going to be, is that's an average, because I feel like the smaller towns, you're pushing 100, I'd say maybe 98, 97... The bigger the city, the less personable the people. People are disposable because you see people every day. You bump into people. They become an inconvenience, mm-hmm. so it's probably closer to 70. Mm-hmm. But then there's also that caveat of people have days. Mm-hmm. I think I'm an all right person. You catch me on a bad day, I'm not very talkative. It's not that I'm not polite, but I'm short, and that comes across as not polite. 
a lot of times I'm just brutal. I'm like Kia. I think I'm kind of where she gets it, just the blatant honesty, the openness. Mm-hmm. I've gotten better, I feel like, about trying to be nice about a critique or just a way I feel bluntly. I just try and not drop it on the table because a lot of people can't handle that. Mm-hmm. So I've, I feel like I've gotten better being like, you know, decorating it, putting a bow on it. <laughs> But you still get that, you know, on days I'm not feeling, I'm in a mood, you don't get that. You just get, you know, whatever I'm feeling or thinking. So I'd say people have days. <coughs> you know, I got to, see, though I've been around longer than everybody else. I got a different perspective with that. Okay. I think the culture is so different. I think when I was younger growing up, it's just maybe I, you know, didn't analyze that way or whatever, but it seemed like everybody was just more friendly and wanted, you know, wanted to help each other. Now it's more like, you know, every man for himself or something, you know, the culture's just changed. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, well, everybody's entitled. Yeah, yeah, true. I mean, you know, yeah. people years ago, you know, if they need something, uh, everybody would help. I mean, you know, and then somebody else needed, everybody helped those people. Mm-hmm. And everybody was just so, because I, I can always remember going to Christmas shop, and I was, it was so much fun. Go to Lansing, you know. This was before all the malls and everything. You always went downtown. There was yeah. no, there was no malls. All the shops. All the little Sh- shops, yep. Yeah. And, and, you know, you just go down, come into the stores, and one store, whatever, like shoe store, then there's, you know, whatever it might be, you know, next, next store it might be. But everybody was always so happy and good mood and everything, you know. It just it was spoke so to different. each other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was everybody was just so. No, man, it's like, you know, well, it's tech, not good. I think technology has a lot to do with. Oh it. yeah, that yeah and you know the job demands and like with me being salaried, they know that they can work me. So if somebody calls in, it don't matter because they're yeah. not paying me anymore. Right, your salary. They're paying less payroll because somebody called in and whatever. And, you know, the demands of making the money and, you know. Yeah. We talked, me and Matt talked about this the other day. And we're like, you know, think about it. When I was growing up, cell phones were just coming out after I got older. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, I don't know how to use them except to play my games. But we never had a cell phone bill. I remember Mom telling me. Don't call until after seven because the rates are cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Or long distance. That's I mean long distance because local were free, but long distance don't call long distance until after seven because it's cheaper. Yeah. You know, so we didn't have a cell phone bill. We didn't have a cable bill. We didn't have. True. You know, all those these other extras, the internet. You know, well, it's based internet and cable and the cell phone. Mm-hmm. Even just those three. You know, mm-hmm. five cool. six hundred bucks extra <laughs> a month depending on what you get. Yeah, and yeah. I know people think they can't get, you know, you just have to have that. It's just something you have to have. You know? Yeah, but well, the kids, I grew up kids without all a, of that stuff, and I mean, I'm grateful that I grew up that way. I'm I not, wish my kids could grow up. Yeah, that way. I do I'm, because me too. I think that would just, you know, I just feel like it was just such a blessing people. That's people cared more about each other, like well, you said, and it was more. Yeah, you know. There wasn't as much hate in the world yeah. as there is now. And <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I think there's less now. <laughs> no. I mean, civil rights movements in the 60s. You know what I mean? Like, but does that matter, though, when it's 
all of the stuff that's going on in the world now, and it's a lot about racism. Well, that's what I'm saying, is I think there was more then, because times I feel like are getting progressively better, but the the issue is you can turn on DirecTV and have access to 800 channels. You turn on your phone, you're seeing stuff from every corner of the world, yeah. and now you're more aware this of what's true. going on in every corner. This is true. And that maybe I mean, that does add to it, yeah. Because I feel like the removal, the distance, you were getting certain networks that were covering certain things, and if they weren't covering it, you didn't know about it. You know, so I feel like we're aware of a lot more now. But is it better? Well, that's kind of where I was going. As I feel, times are better, but it's it's a it's a double edged sword because now that you're so aware. You've got global stress instead of local stress, and the local is where, the, and that's I feel like what's going on as a country right now is we're focusing all of our resources globally mm-hmm. instead, instead of, of locally. Yes. And being a capitalist society, we're selling out for money, mm-hmm. and we're not taking care of our people. You know, nope. Like Detroit, what happened? Well, you had General Motors decide that they need to make more money. So they moved to Mexico. They're going to move to Mexico and wherever else, China. They're going to ship all their equipment so they can pay people pennies on the dollar. You and know. charge three times as much for their vehicles. Right. And then in the meantime, on the back end of that, you're, the people in your country that you were supporting hundreds of thousands of people employees their families mm-hmm. you know the community that the, money was being put into a community that was going to the schools and the markets and the restaurants yep. and that's all gone because yep. one person or 10 people on a board decided you know we could make 700 million dollars more next quarter if we just mm-hmm. you know i mean it's gonna be about a billion dollar loss to move everything yep. but we'll make that back in six months mm-hmm. you know and i feel like that's that's a lot of it but you were saying social media basically you didn't say social media but you were saying like cell phones and you know you wish your kids could grow up without them i was kind of on the border where i grew up without them and then now i'm living with them and the one thing i can tell you that i've witnessed and i mean you guys may or may not see it as much but i it's something i can't deny is that from the time i was a kid without them to now as an adult with them i've noticed a lot more social anxiety and Mm -hmm. and um just general anxiety because people and i'm not poking at anybody individually i'm just saying i notice it generally and i even have social anxiety now whereas i never used to where i'm seeing people interact online Mm -hmm. they may have a best friend in california that moved when they were a kid they reconnected with that's awesome that's beautiful for social media perfect but they're also seeing a lot of tragic things like car accidents which do we need to see these videos of car accidents and and these other things so you're naturally i feel like as a human being you see something like that and even if you're morbidly curious if you were to see that in person you would have an anxious reaction Mm -hmm. now you're still seeing it but it's not in person so you're removed from it Mm -hmm. now because you don't know those people you didn't have to render aid you didn't see everything that happened off camera you're just like whoa somebody just Mm -hmm. died Mm -hmm. you see it it becomes normal 
And then over time, I feel like that kind of causes you to have a people are disposable mindset. And then when you're interacting online, a lot of times, I've had it, I've done it, honestly, where people say something or comment something that you would never say to anybody in person, Mm -hmm. whether it's rude or, you know, extremely nice. You wouldn't go out of your way to maybe try and put this person on a pedestal so you gain some sort of... um, let's say your virtue signaling saying, Hey, you know, I agree with this because I want your approval <clears throat> or you're not telling somebody, you know, you're discussing your vile, your whatever, because you would never say that in person. But now, right. you, now you're so far removed. You can actually talk to people you would never interact with in person. Mm-hmm. There's no repercussions because they can't punch you in the face or kill right. you. They can't shoot you. Right. And then, you know, when you go out, you're having that same mindset of, like you said, people just don't like people. I love people. But I have days where I just, I don't see the good that right. people do. I see the, this idiot parked so close uh-huh. to me, I can't get Iris's car seat in the car. And then, you know, this lady's doing whatever, and this person is doing whatever. And can you believe somebody just threw their trash out right here? And I yep. see that. And I think that that's brought out by social media and i don't mean to say to blame it on that but that anxiety of you see like there's some days all i see is negative on Mm -hmm. social media and there's some days all i see is positive Mm -hmm. you know and i feel like a lot of that's tied to how i look at the world when i'm not looking at my phone yeah you know and it makes me scared for my kids because AI is a thing now. (laughs) And how are they going to know what's real on the news? Like, there's AI. Like, when the internet was becoming a thing, there was, like, scams. Mm -hmm. The Nigerian princes. And then you'd get these people on dating sites that would pretend to be somebody. Just send me money. You know, my my account's locked. When I get it unlocked, I'll send it back. Whatever. Mm -hmm. And people would fall for those. Yep. And those are blatant scams. They still do. (laughs) They still do. But... Now that you have AI, you can get a phone call. You're right around the corner from getting a phone call from my number with my voice Mm -hmm. saying, Hey, Mom, I need this amount of money. I've I've got this going on. I need your help. You know, and it's going to be my voice. So whether it's somebody talking or typing, Mm -hmm. and you're not going to know what's real, what's not. Mm -hmm. And I feel like... My kids are going to have that where, like uh, the Gulf of Tonkin incident, mm-hmm. what's going to stop us from getting into a war because they decide to make a video that gets the country feeling a certain way, and then they get these votes, or you want to bring somebody into an office, so you make a fake video of, let's say, Trump and Biden right now. You make a fake video of Trump saying some crazy stuff or whatever. So he doesn't get elected. And all that is is AI. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a face, it's a voice, it's the video. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah, it's kind of scary. What they, what, you know, it could be a good thing, but there's too many of those other things. Yeah, well, yeah. there's, you know, that's very scary, that part. And it's also scary that children and kids and younger people don't have any of the social skills. Mm-hmm. Because they talk to each other through the phone. Like well, I know, said. you know. That's what yeah. I was going to say. I yeah, said, there's you know, no socialization. I didn't have that when I was growing up. I said, we want to talk to somebody. We just go over to the house, you know, and we talk. Yep. You see somebody, you're doing something such there in your bedroom. They, hey, you know, 
Oh, you doing? You just text him? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. John, Are you, f- you never FaceTime? FaceTime John does call? that to me. Will huh? you come in, turn off the light? You know, he would, <laughs> you know, every you? once in a while, he'll be in the bedroom and he'll text me. <laughs> Can you bring me some water? You know? And I'm like, really? Yeah. yeah. But that's usually what he's well, That's what I mean. That's what I think when I'm growing up, you know, because, geez, we just have, we didn't have that. So we just had to all get together, you know, so we could, you know, we just. Play baseball. Yeah, I mean. Go swimming, That's fishing. how we did. Mm-hmm. Communicated with, with each other. We talked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I've talked about it before. Like, I mean, I fa- I've FaceTimed you so you can see the kids, both of you guys. And um, I feel like kids nowadays, like Kia's age, hey, I wonder what Christine's doing. Let me FaceTime her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now they're in two different places. But they're seeing each other's facial reactions, so mm-hmm. subconsciously it feels like you're with that person. You end the call, you put your phone down, and then you're immediately alone. You're mm-hmm. isolated, and then that's that's anxiety-inducing, <laughs> depression-inducing because we're we're social creatures. We're not meant to be alone. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. all of a sudden you're with somebody, you're having a great time on your phone, endorphins are elevated, serotonin's boosting, you're laughing, you're joking, and then you end the call, and you're like. Whew. <laughs> you look around and you're surrounded by four walls. Nobody's here. Yeah. You know, or you watch something crazy on TV that you don't know if it's real or not, or a video on your phone. You don't yeah. know if it's real. So you send it to your friends. Yeah. And then you have a conversation about it. Like you witnessed it together. <laughs> and then you, you know, you're back to not having that conversation or whatever. And it's like, now you're alone again. So what do you do? Well, you reach out or you scroll, mm-hmm. you comment, you know, and it's not, People aren't interacting, and I feel like that's where the social anxiety is coming from. People not liking people because mm-hmm. people are losing their skill on how to interact with people. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you know, and it's it's it sucks. It's sad it's because very sad. <clears throat> I feel like that's why a lot of people are saying the world is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Because like <laughs> like what you were saying, Grandpa. You want to hang out with somebody, you would just go over to their house. Right. Now, can you imagine nowadays somebody just shows up? <laughs> you don't just show up at nobody's <coughs> house today. No, yeah. and, and here's the thing is, if you have kids, and then some man shows up with his kid, and you've never met him, and he says, hey, my, my kid's a friend of your kid, like, mm-hmm. your kid home, mm-hmm. and your kid sa- or his kid says, yeah, you know, I, I know Johnny, <laughs> you know, what's going on with Johnny? Yeah. But I've I've seen increasing where child abductions, mm-hmm. um, sex trafficking is is being done by women and children. Mm-hmm. Moms saying, "Hey, you know, my kid loves you," or they go to a park, and I feel like the more that that's being seen, it's good. Mm-hmm. It's good, so you're aware. But so you're aware. But then you're almost overcorrecting by saying, "Can I trust this person? That's who, who just pulled in my driveway, and then they just pulled in to back up and turn around." Yeah, and you're like, "Whew." Yeah. <laughs> I almost had to deal with something there, yeah. you know, instead of just thinking, oh, yeah, somebody else got lost. Yeah. They just, you know, they, they just turn around. It happens all the time. Mm-hmm. But now you're thinking, what, you know, what's their intention? Yeah. That's the, yeah, that's the first thing. Is if you're not it announced, don't come to my house. Right. That's how everybody's reaction is. Let me know. They even have, it's on Facebook as we're talking about, like TikTok, Facebook, whatever. I don't have TikTok, but, you know, you scroll through Facebook or whatever and there'll be the little snippets. Mm-hmm. And it was, 
when someone unexpected knocks on your door and the guy's all leaning on the wall, <laughs> creeping down, trying to look through the window to see who it is, telling everybody to shut up and be quiet because they didn't know who it was. Uh, you know, and yeah. I mean, that's society today. Yeah. It's funny you say that because I, I saw one the other day. It was a meme. Something similar was like uh, when your package comes a day early or something. <laughs> Yeah. And it's the guy, he's got his door open with his head leaning around the corner, his hands Hand on a shotgun, knocking the door. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's literally where we're at right now. <laughs> you know? And I feel like that's just going to be amplified to the point where it's already happening, where people are taking their own rights and freedoms oh, yeah. by saying, you know what? It'd be a lot safer if we didn't have guns. Mm-hmm. So let's just amplify all the gun violence. Yep. And eventually people are just going to want to not have them. Because they, you know, instead of taking their safety into their own hands, they're going to give up their freedoms for in, in exchange for safety from a government that doesn't care. Yeah, don't care. <laughs> I mean, you know, look what's going on in Chicago and all these Everywhere, other cities. Yeah. Gun-free zones annoy me because it's like criminals don't care about that sign. They laugh. They're like, yeah. good, they're good. Yeah. I can commit a crime in here and not get shot. And not get <laughs> shot. This is perfect. Or yeah. if you, you know? have your handguns and you have your CPL or whatever you have, and somebody goes in the store to do something, and that person's there, they can protect these people. Yeah. Guns do not kill people. The people with the guns kill people. Yeah. And like you said, criminals will never not be without a gun. They don't follow the law. They, <laughs> so that's what, why what? they're criminal, just like with prohibition. What's going to okay? make? We can't drink. How many people, how many speakeasies were there? How a, many? A lot. The mob was. Yes. I mean, and that's car- what you allow. You allow more criminalization. <laughs> the cartels are being propped up by our drug laws right now. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. And that's where the mob came from, right? Yep. Prohibition. Yep. That's where NASCAR came from. Yep. Let's rig our cars to outrun the, the cops. The cops, you know? yep. I mean. Nine, yeah, the mob, 90% of it was prohibition, I bet. I mean, you know, they did numbers, too. Well, Gambling, yeah. They, yeah. Had their, yeah. they had their little lottery system. <clears throat> but that was illegal, too. <laughs> that was illegal, you know? too, so they couldn't do it, yep. Like, you would go to the track, and it and was... on a horse. Yeah, yeah, but you had to know a bookie. Yeah. Like, I've heard a lot of stories about guys that were bookies that you would never expect, where, you know, he would come around maybe once a day, and if you won your numbers, you know, he, yep. he'd... Give you your give money. Give you your money, you know? yep. You know, or he'd come around and collect. Or he, I was going to say, the collecting is the thing. <laughs> yeah, the collecting is what gets scary because, yep. again, that's where that stuff got propped up. Um, okay, hard transition, though. We're coming up on uh, 9 o'clock. Well, it just turned 9, so we'll probably wrap it up here. But um, <clears throat> I got a couple quick fires. So one of the interview questions I have written down just for people to open up is, Vices slash addictions. So, you know, if you're an alcoholic, nicotine, coffee addict, um, you like doing mushrooms, taking acid, you're on heroin, meth, coke, whatever. (laughs) So, the age you first tried marijuana, Grandpa? Jeez. I was old. I mean, I didn't even know what it was growing up in my little, you know, town of Parrington. You know, we didn't... You just heard about it. We didn't have that around. So I did, okay. I don't know. Jeez. I'd been working on Olsen Mill for quite a few years, forever. <laughs> so I'm guessing, let me see. When I, uh, I'll just take a stab and probably see 40, 21. I can't remember what I heard. 
I was probably, I don't know, I was at least 40, maybe 45. Okay. Holy moly. And the first time you smoked weed was at work. He, or was I it can't remember. Dog? I know I was, was rich. Oh, <laughs> he, wanted, okay. he wanted to go over. I didn't know what he was doing. He said, oh, you know. But I'll tell you what, I do remember one thing. It was like $15 for a little baggie, you know. That's how, yeah. That was so, I'll tell you how long ago it was. But it probably wasn't worth much any anyway. But, <laughs> you know, but Not compared <laughs> to today's, today's yeah, stuff. Yeah, it cost you know, two or $300 or maybe more. I don't know. I oh, don't no. Know. Nowadays, it's so prevalent. Because we're we're you a get recreational. a joint for three bucks. Yeah, we're a recreationally oh. legal state. Like, well, uh, okay, yeah, I guess so. And th- like, not too long ago, there was an issue that there was an oversupply of weed, and mm-hmm. you know, at yeah. one point, it used to be like three hundred fifty to four hundred dollars an ounce. Yeah, and I remember seeing deals for thirty dollars an ounce, mm-hmm. and it okay. was like good stuff because <laughs> everybody was growing it and selling it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and all these dispensaries were like, dude, we can't. <laughs> we, you know, and now people can grow it at home. They can grow it in their yard, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's just, there's so much of it. Yeah. But do you remember what it was like then? Your uh, first encounter with the... Uh... Well, I don't know if I can... Well, I don't know. No. <laughs> I can't say it's like, I don't know how to explain it. I don't think it would be any different than anybody, you know, for me, from anybody else, so... I don't. I don't can remember. That was probably wasn't pretty cheap stuff, so probably didn't affect me much. But okay, Chuck, I know I never, wanted, I, never to do, I never wanted to do. I never did. I never wanted to do that when I was working. A lot of guys did that. They would go out, you know, dinner time, out the cars and stuff with them. Man, I didn't ever want to do that and get on my pork truck and drive around. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I don't know why you would on a press. No, yeah, no, I, know. I uh, no, I couldn't. Yeah, not I in never an did industrial that. setting. I never, I never. I did. Of course, I used to go out and. Go to the bar, you know, at dinner time. But Cross the street. A couple yeah. shots, throw a couple back. <laughs> then yeah, get a, on the floor. <laughs> it was a lot, quite a long time. You know, a friend of mine, we went to the bar and he'd always get a, he'd just always get one picture sometimes too, you know, go back and work. What? Yeah. yeah. Uncle Jack well, did it all the time? I know, yeah, what a guy that, that was a fork truck driver, man. I mean, he'd go out and he'd say, He's just, he's just go wild when you come back, you know. They said, man, stay out of his way. <laughs> <laughs> he had the fastest pork truck, too. Oh, oh yeah. That's, oh, that's, that's a recipe for awesome right there. Yeah. Now, only if you had TikTok back then. Right. <laughs> All right, Mom. Well, I got a, I got a couple I'm going to bounce off you guys really quick. You, for your age, and how was it? I was, you're 32, right? Yep. 32 years ago. Okay. I threw up for two days. When I was in the womb? I didn't know at the time. It was okay. New Year's Eve. Thanks. And, um. <laughs> Jesus. Mom. <laughs> I didn't know. Okay. And, uh, I threw up for two days. And it didn't do really anything for me except make me sick and make me hungry. Because you were pregnant. No. Well, you weren't throwing up because of the weed. It was morning sickness. No. Yeah. Oh, I, I about six months ago. You can ask Brandon. Brand, <coughs> it might. It was. It was more than six months ago, probably. I had such a migraine. I couldn't hardly move. I mean, I couldn't. If I blinked, it hurt. And Brandon had a gummy from the dispensary. And he said, "Is that the cat?" He said, um, 
I heard something too. Mom, take a half of one of these and it'll help your headache, but you'll probably fall asleep. I took half and I threw up. I'm <laughs> allergic to it. Really? Me too. That's crazy. You know what, Me Jimmy? Just here when he's talking about pain, I told him I was trying to get rid of a cut down on my uh, medicine, Tylenol and uh, oxycodone. And he you said, you want to try that, you know, those gummies? You know. I said, no, but I some, I guess that's Ronnie was telling me. He said, those things really work. I said, well, maybe. I said, I, I told the guy at Wild Bill's, I was in there, <laughs> and he's. I was looking at a flyer, and he said, do you do weed? I said, no. <laughs> he goes, I didn't think so. He said, oh, this is for weed, uh, or it's the CBD, or whatever yeah. it is. But they have a bunch of sales going on. And I said, you know, I actually thought about talking to Brandon and seeing what would be the best for you, for your knee. Mm-hmm. you know like inflammation and pain you know cbd would be the best but if you were looking for like a little bit of a buzz to help relieve or if you weren't afraid of a little buzz something to help relieve inflammation too you could get something with some thc but it it have like um certain cannabinoids in it like um mycerine if i remember right that helps with inflammation but that also makes people kind of loopy tired oh tired yep. yeah but then, you know, if you find something with uh, lemon, lemonine in it, limonene, <laughs> it's more energetic, mm-hmm. that type mm-hmm. stuff. So, I mean, there there are certain cannabinoids that'll, I mean, I can always send you a chart, too, if you're, but CBD uh, lotion or a balm might help, you know. You, you're not going to get high from it. It's just CBD, nothing psychoactive, but it's, you know, you can, it's localized. Uh-huh. So, if you want to put it on your shoulder or whatever. Yeah. Red, they had THC for that too. Oh, the yeah. lotion, yeah, at Loom, you know. I got a buddy at works that makes some, and yeah, yep. That stuff, you know, <laughs> and I don't have any problem with anybody smoking or whatever, as long as it doesn't interfere with their, you know, being a parent, being a husband, being mm-hmm. a wife, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could care less. Mm-hmm. Don't drive the car and kill me. Yeah, mm-hmm. or my family. Do what you got to do, but that there's a bunch of things that that stuff helps with if you don't oh. abuse it there's so many different things like when jane bruner was sick she you know and at that time you couldn't get anything and no. she would be nauseous all the time from everything and she told me she said i'm gonna get some from canada i said do it mm-hmm. what's it gonna hurt i don't know why this country won't allow it medically anyway at that time it wouldn't i'll call know. my oldest son <laughs> i you know i thought about that <laughs> <laughs> He knows some guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it does help, you know, and uh, it is it is a medicine. You know, I would even go out and say, uh, it's going to sound controversial, but cocaine can be medicinal. You know, people will be like, well, why? You know, well, I'll tell you what, if you're a truck driver, I don't want you falling asleep. <laughs> okay. Now, I'm not saying to go overboard, but. And I'm not saying to smoke a rock of meth, you know, but I'm just saying eight ball. There could, yeah, there could be a time and a place. Now, yeah, if you've got an eight ball on your dash driving a truck, probably shouldn't be on the road. But <laughs> you know, just a little toot here or there probably isn't a bad thing. Um, so, Grandpa, <laughs> the doors. The what? The doors. Oh, they're creepy. Oh, I love doors. I know, <laughs> and I, that's. The prelude to my question. <laughs> you ever do mushrooms or acid? Nope. 
Okay. Never had. Okay. That's that's something I've always wondered because I know you like the doors, and I was like, man, <laughs> I don't know. That's uh, that's acid music. I've never done anything, but I smoked a little marijuana, but that was it. I mean, you know, I smoked, I drank too much alcohol at times. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember, on a, I think I did a couple, both of them at one time. Because I, I, I do remember laying on the bathroom floor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I couldn't pick my head up off the floor. I felt like somebody was pinning me down, you know. Yep. I mean, I, huh? Oh, yeah. Was that with Doug? Might have been. I can't remember. I know I was laying, I was trying to get up in my head, and somebody was holding me down. I couldn't move my head. I was like, I was pinned on the floor. <laughs> That's what they call a crunk. That's why I do not like to drink or anything. I don't like inducing myself uh, uh, yeah, to get sick. That scared the heck out of me. Cause <laughs> I couldn't, Somebody laced your stuff. Could have been. Well, nowadays, yeah. I don't know what happened, but I mean. <laughs> oh, man. I'll, that was scary. I could feel pressure on my head because I was trying to get up and it was something holding me down. You know, so. <laughs> Maybe it, you entered into that fifth dimension where, you know. Maybe that was the ghostesses. I was going to say, maybe you entered into that fifth dimension, and your dad was just like, what are you doing? Here, yeah. You're yeah, going yeah. to sit here and really think about this. No, I think so. I might have been. <laughs> yeah, because Grandpa wouldn't have been happy. No. No, not if he's got to be driving fence posts at 4 a.m. You know, I can't imagine that he's out there getting crunk in the evening, you know? Oh, he had to drive up to Higgins and take the dock out all the time, too, because Marley and the gym wasn't, and he'd get so mad. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to Higgins. I said, Why? I take that damn dock out because they won't go up there and do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, you had to, or no, Grandpa? Oh, okay, yeah. I was gonna say what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dad didn't swear very much. I only heard him swear about three times in my entire life. I knew he swore at you know GM, but uh, yeah, I only heard him swear like three times. I, was about, I thought you were talking about my dad. I say my dad. I. I I heard he a few, but very, I, my, very mother, my mother saw. never heard her say anything. Never. And no. I very seldom heard Grandpa, except when he was really, really mad. What? But usually it's when he hit his finger or something. He yes. was, was pulling mm. a hammer. That's excuse. <laughs> <laughs> then he could kind of cut loose a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> he cut his head with a hammer. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I shit was all that came out of his mouth, you know. <laughs> and he had blood just, all I remember is just... Like three streams of blood going, because I think it was the back of the hammer you hit it with, wasn't it? I can't remember. I don't think it was. I don't yeah. know. I think it was the claws. But Ooh, well, yeah. you know what? You know how that happened? It bounced. No, I, I was trying to fix something on a window, you know, and so I put the hammock up there, and I put a chair on the hammock, and I had to climb up there on that chair on the hammock. And on I, the hammock. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well. I kind of went upside down in a hurry there, you know, when I hit the ground, <laughs> you know. I remember going in the house, and man, I had blood just running right down my face. <laughs> I remember one night, you were getting ready to go to work, and before you got these windows installed, it was like a summer-ish night, and Grandma was like, can you shut that window before you leave, because I'm getting cold, and I remember you were like, it's, it's not cold. And like, you were running... Behind, you had to leave, and she was like, yeah, but I don't want it to be open all night. It's just going to get colder. And then just to please her, you went over there to close the window, and it, you got it moving, and I think you had one hand in the bottom, and you got the top moving, and it just, pink slammed down on you, and it busted your finger all open, maybe two of them. 
And you were bleeding everywhere, and I that was the first time I heard you mutter a cuss word. <laughs> that was the yeah. first time. And it was more like several. You were like, God damn, son of a bitch. And, you know, just under your breath, I was like, okay. He's hurting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That tends to happen when you do that, something like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's forgivable. Yeah. All right, Mom, we'll... Uh, Acid, mushrooms, meth, cocaine. Yeah. I, I'm a codeine makes me throw up. Darbaset, mm-hmm. Vicodin, all that stuff. I don't. I, the only thing I've ever tried was I smoked weed that one time and took that gummy, and that's it. Yeah, opiates don't settle with me very well. No, I mean, I probably pushed past my limits a couple times, and that's why. But <laughs> all right, so then last one here uh, for both you guys. We'll start with Grandpa. Near death experiences. You ever had one? Hmm. Where either Hello? you thought you were gonna die or you you hallucinated and came back to you know because what? this is kinda of weird though. I, I mean one time I fell out of a tree and I was I didn't fall that far, maybe ten feet, but fell it on my back and it seemed like I don't know how long it takes you to get from the you know, when you lose your grip on the tree to hit the ground, but I could almost see my life go by me, right? And, you know. That's it. That little split second. I thought I was done, you know, and I thought, oh, that was the weirdest thing. Yeah, that's a near-death experience. Yeah. <clears throat> I, that's, I never, I'll never be able to forget that, because I was out here in that big oak tree way. Years yeah. ago, you could see that from here. I mean, there was all those things grew up. It was just that one big tree. All these other trees, are, you know, they weren't here then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holy, okay. <laughs> and yep. how far were you from those rocks? Because there's a couple rocks out there that are... That's funny, because it was... When I, well, I hit the ground. There was a rock right beside of me, right beside of my head. I just, oh my god! Yep, I lay on. You know, I can't remember which side now, but I know I was was a rock, big one of those big rocks. <laughs> I, just, I just missed it. Yeah, that's. And I've always wondered, like, who put those there? <laughs> Did the glacier do it? Because I know there's rock piles. You guys cleared rock piles out, but randomly throughout the woods like there's that one big rock that huge rock out yeah like that's that's got to be glacial deposits you would think so there's yeah. who and what about the ones out here mm-hmm. off the porch yeah these ones oh yeah those two out here yeah who moved those yeah and how did they do it mm-hmm. it's probably glaciers you know mm-hmm. so i just it's yeah. yeah any other ones uh, no, I can't think of any other ones. Just that one, that one time. Near drownings, car yeah. accidents. I had that almost. That happened once, but I didn't. That happened so fast that I guess I didn't really have an experience anything other than just some fear. I guess you know. I, I probably told you that when we fell out of the boat at Crystal. Crystal, yeah. Carol and I both went out of the boat. She hit her head. She got hurt a little bit, but we saw it on the lake. And I thought, well, we went in the water, you know. I thought, well. She couldn't swim, mm-hmm. and but we happened to be right on the sandbar, so I could stand up. So that was, you know, I don't know, just a freak thing that we happened to flip the boat right there on that sandbar. But could have been different mm-hmm. if it would have been in deep water. Yeah, that's <clears throat> now. Did the boat actually flip or just toss you out? Just toss us out. Another thing about yeah, probably, but we probably could have got Jim. Probably could have got us out of there, but. Jim was driving the boat. He had a big wave, kind of like a 45-degree angle. Boom, you know, and oh, just yeah. lift that boat right up, you know, just right up. Mm. Yeah, that was yeah. That was a shock, you know, when you're sitting there and all of a sudden you're in the lake. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. 
stunned. Yeah. Grandma with a head injury, I can't imagine how she felt, you know. Yeah, I know. Probably was still a little incoherent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how about you, Mom? You know, nothing. The only, like, I've had dreams where I've almost died, you know, you've fallen or whatever, you know, whatever. And I had one that, I don't even know why, but me and Gregory were going across Mackinac Bridge. And the car just went over the bridge. And on the way down, all I remember is saying, you know, I looked at Greg and I held his hand and said, I'm sorry. And he's like, it's okay, Mom, we're together. And then I woke up. Jesus. That's crazy. Is that, it's probably after you, that car went over. It was after those two cars went over, yeah, that Yugo and that. Yeah, that little Yugo. And, uh, and then over. that Bronco. Yeah, okay, But I yeah. think the Bronco did it on purpose. Wait, the, But the Yugo went because of the weather. It was so little, you know. So windy, it just blew off? Yeah. Yes. What? Yeah, there was some, just one woman. Just one a, woman, yeah. You're kidding me. No? Mm-mm. And then it wasn't too long after that 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 Bronco went over. Yeah. Yep. yep. But they wow. think he did it on purpose, you know, kill himself that way. Why yeah, I think that's the junk. only two that have ever. That's the only one that I can ever remember anything happened. You know, mm-hmm. I think that was it. Wow. <clears throat> yeah, I've got some research to do. I, I didn't. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'll end on this little quick. You saying you had a near-death experience dream. Not long ago, I had a dream. I get these every now and then. And this is another thing that makes me believe in infinite dimensions yep. and timelines and universes. I'm climbing on, okay, the only way to describe it is like, you know those big craters, or not craters, crates, like the shipping containers? Yep. <clears throat> so there's, I'm with like probably 40, 50 people that I can see, that I remember seeing. And it was it was kind of like it looked like a container yard, and there was this container that was like kind of on this hill, like it got dropped and it wasn't on a level surface. You know, it was kind of like on this hill, not super steep angle, but a little bit of an angle. And for some reason, I was leading the charge, and I just started running at this container. Okay. <laughs> Random. And um, I get up to this container and I can hear people like inside. Oh. Like screaming, yelling, whatever. Obviously, you open the doors on it. Whatever reason, I start climbing it. And I look down, like I'm on the front third, maybe. Like I look to my left and there's probably 10, 20 feet to the door end. I look down my right and there's like, 30, 40 feet, okay? And as I'm climbing, I can see more and more people piling on this container. And I get up to the top, and I'm getting ready to pull myself up, and I can feel the container start tilting. And I looked at the ground, and I was just instantly like, this is it. Like, I told myself, this is it. Mm -hmm. And I tried to jump out from where the container was going to fall, and I rolled over, and I see that container like six feet away from me coming down. And I felt it like touch my back. And the second it touched my back, I woke up oh, in God. bed. I was like, Jesus, what? <laughs> I didn't tell you this. <clears throat> I lied. This this will be the last one. 
I was having the, the one other thing that reinvigorated that feeling about alternate universes, timelines. I was telling Grandpa, I was I had this long dream. We were cutting wood. We were going out and getting wood. I was cutting it, loading the trailer, bringing it in, and uh, like on our second load, we were unloading it, and uh, I was stacking it. And he says, "Look out!" And I turn around, and this wood pile has fallen, right? And I feel it touch me, like hit my leg, and I woke up. The second it, it touched my leg and I woke up, Leon was climbing into our bed over my legs. <laughs> oh, wow. I had, I had had this long dream, <laughs> this long dream. And he says, look out. I turn around. And then it hits me, and it's Leon. Oh wow! <laughs> like, what are the odds of yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. The about as much is the odds of you and Grandma talking at a call center. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's true. Yeah. All right. Well, did you guys have anything you wanna wanna close on before we uh, wrap it up? No. Any I thoughts? Can't think of anything. Advice? <laughs> anything? Spend as much time with your family as you can. Yeah, solid advice. I'll go with that one. That's good. Can't beat that. Alrighty. All right, guys. Well, I love you. Thank you for doing this. I love you too. I love you. Very uh, proud of you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. We'll have to uh, do this again. Like, I just want to start getting more family stuff on because I was thinking about it. You know, I I love talking to my friends, I love doing all that. But the reason I started this was to record with Grandma, and Mm -hmm. she was kind of pushing me to make it a thing. Yep. And, uh, you know, I feel like I'm I'm taking on a lot trying to um, hone my skills as an interviewer and conversational host with friends because a lot of friends are different, different people. Oh, yeah. And, but I know my family, like, I've been born and raised with them, so I feel like it's going to be a little easier to, uh, you know, have the conversations to kind of hone my skills, make my habits by doing that so and there's i mean there's a lot of good stories stuff i didn't know yeah stuff you know and i feel it's still going to be entertaining so yeah oh yeah there's a lot of stuff you're going to hear a lot of stuff with mike and matt (laughs) oh yeah you know yeah so if you could if you guys could help me uh with that i mean you know even if it's once a month i'd like to do twice a month you know but That'd yeah. be awesome. So, yep, I will definitely talk to him and get him up here. We'll get here. We we gotta get Cheryl and everybody here. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I want to have Cheryl and Clint on. I don't know if Clint would do it, but I'd he like, he'll I'd, sit and listen. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd love I to have Clint on. I think he'd pipe in. So, all right. Well, I love you, and uh, until next time. All right, Good. love you too. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Whistle Pig. If you would like to support this podcast, please like and subscribe rate and review, and follow on social media at Whistlepig Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Rumble. You can email questions or comments to whistlepigpodcast at gmx.com. That's G as in girl, M as in man, X as in x-ray.com. And until you hear from me again, get outside, take a kid with you, and stay free.